This is a comic book podcast that is streamed live weekly on youtube.com slash comic pop returns. If you are on YouTube, and I know you are, make sure to subscribe to that channel so you can be part of the action yourself. You're going to hear a bunch of questions and comments here on today's episode. Why not add your voice to the show next time? I mean, granted, it will be my voice reading the question, but let's not get hung up on the semantics of it all. Just go to youtube.com slash returns and subscribe today. And if you want to help us out a little further, a nice review on this platform from you would be really appreciated. Make sure to catch the show live on youtube.com slash returns and visit patreon.com slash comicpop if you want to help us more directly. Hi, comic readers, and welcome to another live episode of Off the Rack, unless you're catching this after the fact, in which case, welcome just to the show, Off the Rack. I'm Sal. <laughs> I'm Tiffany. Here on Comp Pop Returns, we make all kinds of live shows, including Elseworlds Exchange and Off the Rack. Uh, we also have another show called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. The most recent episode just dropped actually last week, so go check that out. Yeah. You are of a mind. And hey, while you're doing that, make sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and click the bell for notifications so you know when these shows are going live and happening. Because... Uh, you know, because it's a real hassle to have to post a video on Instagram and TikTok and all the YouTube shorts. It's, I'm actually making a joke because, like, it's actually a pleasure and it's a privilege to do, the, to do that, even if I didn't do any of those things except for Instagram today. Wow. I know. I'm sorry. But uh, we should mention that this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, you can sponsor today's show by using the Super Chats and asking a question or comment. We'll put it here on the show. We'll answer the, sh- the, the, the question or comment e- also as, as well. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were like, we're going to answer the shit out of this question. It's going to be great. It's going to be unbelievable, Just folks. wait and see. But the, yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, the books that came out this past week, recap and review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend comics that are coming out this week that we think that you should pick up. Yeah. Uh, we should also mention that if you want to help us more directly, you should go to patreon.com slash comic pop, where there is an exclusive podcast called The Red Raider Show, in which uh, you get behind the scenes access and the ramblings of me. It's just me, unact- unedited, no bullshit, just chatting. And if you uh, don't like listening, you can also check out the transcript of that show in the same post. Did I steal the idea from Scott Snyder and his Best Jacket Press substack? Yes, I did. Or not. You never know. Oh, the the Red Raider thing? Yeah. No. No, we stole it from someone else that I recommended you. No, but I did steal the transcript idea. That's true. But it was like, <laughs> but it, it came from something else. Like, it did. It, it came you... actually not even a stealing because it was an inspiration from another creator that's not comic book related that that's I right. follow on Patreon. That's true. That's true. I also, I, I support people on Patreon. That's true. No, yeah, so I, do I. I don't support us because that just seems weird. I, it would be very weird. You support us by being on the show. Yeah, it's just like, I was like, wait, I could just give you like money in person and then. And that would be even and then weirder. Patreon wouldn't take anything. That's it. true. Don't do either of those things but uh hey you I know just throw money at you be like dance yeah yeah <laughs> but uh hey you know what else is cool is that fancy hat that tiffany's wearing look at that brand new comic pop merch that you can't buy online because we're too pathetic to own an online store they're hard and they're expensive and i don't know why i'm doing that but uh listen if you want to get one come to our uh merch booth at new york comic-con or, or we'll figure out the whole online thing at some point. We'll figure it out. We need a guy. We don't need a guy. We can do it. It's just whether or not we want to commit. What we knew what we We're really need commitment. What we really need is Tiffany to get fired from her job. And then we will have a guy. <laughs> Please do not help with that. Do not help with that. <laughs> if you wanna if you really want to help with that, just give me more money. And then what? No. and then she'll quit the job. Uh so yeah, uh let's jump into some books. Let's talk about it. Tiffany has a book from like forever ago. It wasn't forever. It was like two weeks ago. That's death in comic book world terms. Just, I just wanted to say a I, weekly I, show. I read. I, I listen. I read Ghost Rider. That's it. It's enough called, said. Enough yes, said. the silent issue. Nothing written. Right? No, no I'm kidding. I know you made that. No, 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 no. It's just, you know what this issue Ghost Rider uh, written by uh, Ben Percy with art by 
Peoples. Mario Van Peoples. Wow, how did you know that? <laughs> I'm Is kidding. That really it? No. Oh. That's a that's a joke about oh. an old actor from forever ago. I don't know. No, it's Brent, Brent Peoples. Peoples. Jeez. All right. Yeah. Hey, remember Peoples from uh no. <laughs> Just made us tiny. You're like, nope. I was we're gonna tiny. make. I was gonna make that. Re- there's a there's a character in the reboot Shaft movie from 2000, starring Samuel L. Jackson. His name is. Uh, he's like, I'm Peoples, and he like stabs himself because like he's showing how awesome he is. That has Christian Bale pre Batman in it. It's a really really weird fun movie that I had a very singular experience seeing in the theaters. But we won't talk about that today. Today we're talking about Ghost Rider or Wolverine number six. It's Ghost Rider. Okay. It's definitely Ghost Rider, number six. All right. Um, yeah, I what I want to say about this book is like how much it felt like kind of like like classic Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Like it had that vibe, and like there's a lot of ridiculous things happening, and like straight up has to be in the art, like some like, you know, 1982 the thing references Ooh. like in there, at least in like monster design and like some of what it's doing. I was Good. like, that kind of looks like that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely had some like <sighs> it's just noises today for Tiffany. Just <laughs> Because, like, I want to say a word, but I don't mean this word because this word has, like, a negative We do that all the time on this show. But that's not what I mean. Like Josh Williamson somewhere is watching you, just staring at you, like, yeah, choose your word. He didn't write this. No, I know. As the words I say. But every month you're like, oh, man, here's a book that I'm going to talk about derisively. But, like, okay, so let's not even get into that um josh i'm sorry <laughs> he's like no you're not that's so i am i am sorry don't be sorry about being honest i'm sorry that you're not crafting a story i'm interested in. um but no uh this book has like a schlock factor to it's it, a ghostwriter book it better but like no listen like there it is definitely a higher caliber of schlock well i mean i don't mean like that i mean like there's they're taking it seriously. They're not like, you know, yeah, they're not like, huh, huh, huh. they're not chewing the scenery necessarily, but there is definitely something to it where it's like a little like huh. exploitative or silly. Oh, like a little bit. Like, it, I mean, it's a, Wolf, it says Ghost Rider versus Wolverine on the cover. Yeah. And like, yeah, they technically there is a fight in this, Ugh. but it's less a, not a real fight. It's more he's fighting the thing in it. It's a whole thing. Okay. Um, But at the end of the day, like, Johnny and Ghost Rider realize that they need one another. Okay. Like they they ha- they're they're lesser without one another. Fine. Um so I'm like that that's cool but like there's a lot of like you know you know violence and fighting and gore and monsters and just you know Wolverine and and Ghost Rider just squaring off and you know just talking about their inner demons and other you know what I mean like yeah, there's, there's a should, lot going yeah. on and then like Ghost Rider's going to join the FBI. He's going to be recruited. Oh, boy. Johnny Blaze will be. All right. But that's why I, like, that's why I got the like older yeah. Danny Ketch, Blaze kind of vibes right. to it. Like, right. hey, let's just try something. Who cares? Remember that time Ghost Rider worked with the FBI? Like, right. That was a weird time. Yeah. But yeah. like, okay. it doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just it made me think of that. Yeah. So that's, I just wanted to say that. It's, yeah. just, it's just kind of fun, especially having Wolverine in there because, like, you know, obviously Danny Catch, a lot of those books, like there were like random like cameos. Well, they went like they Captain America would show that... up, Doctor Strange would show up, like all like Spider Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of characters who would be like, hi, I'm here now. Right. Okay, now goodbye. Yeah. Good luck. Hope I hope I help boost your sales. Right. Isn't Percy writing uh, Wolverine as well? Um, Is he? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I was going to say, I think he's writing X Force. Yeah. 
Um, I think he's doing that's that what too. I immediately thought of, but I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right about that. So it, it you know, Wolverine could show up for this. Also, Wolverine gets like random fire claws for a second, and I was like, Oh ha, no, what? No, it's different. It's not that. It's oh, like, they should have been hot claws. They were like hot claws, right? But only but, because like, like they were. But they're hellfire claws, because like Ghost Rider like the needs spirit. him to like yeah, the spirit of vengeance needs him to like burn this thing out of him that's in him, right? Yeah. And so he's like he like basically like spits fire on his hot cl- on his claws and they, he's like here's your hellfire claws and i'm like eh, hot claws <laughs> hot claws remember that <laughs> that's cool you know they're in the zeitgeist right now because if you want to like buy an action figure with wolverine it's the hot claws wolverine hot that claws. came out and i was like wow so but like this this one i was like all right cool like at least it's like for a reason it's yeah. a purpose and then they go away and then they go away and we move on to the right. new stat the new status quo for johnny blaze right i mean like it also like it makes sense to to pair these two up you got the writer presumably writing both books and then also obviously like with another book i read this week um midnight suns is a video game in which wolverine will be there so it's synergy like, synergy even the, these two books have nothing to do with one. Oh, am i doing this why not holy crap midnight suns number one came out this week um written by ethan Sachs, yes I, I believe with art by hang on i don't actually have the credits page up but i will in like literally a moment uh it's luigi, luigi zagar yeah um yeah, this is like one of those books that it's like you made this because someone told you to make this. Yeah, and that's fine because when are we ever going to get this book? Right. Well, like, like you this better is the right time for it. There's a game associated like with this name right now, even mm-hmm. though the Midnight Suns title has existed far longer than this video game. Well, has. as evidenced by well, the cool logo. Yeah. That uh, but, surrounds the number. But I think isn't it usually S O N S? Yes. Yeah. And so we're doing S U N S because of the video game. Uh huh. Um, I believe, I believe the old one is S O N S. It is S O N S. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but also it's, you know, we're coming into spooky season. So sure. it's like, I don't really care necessarily what drives this book to exist. I I'm just, glad like, it does. I just like that these types of things exist. I do wish it was S O N S. Yeah. What am I going to do? Am I really really complaining about that? I, I'm going to call it Midnight Suns. You you can't hear the U or the O. No. So we get <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, but basically, it's like, hey, let's take a collection of characters who are mystically inclined and Wolverine and have a thing happen to them. Sure. Um, they do kind of come together in a fun way, though. Okay. You know, like we start off in a, in a different area. Uh, it's, it's called Centerville. There's like a woman there. She practices witchcraft. She's being persecuted. Mm-hmm. Uh, she uses the uh, she's literally going to be shot like there's a they're <laughs> burning her books but they're going to shoot her i was like okay we're modernizing a witch hunt i sure. suppose <laughs> <laughs> but uh she uses uh the vapors of altor oh and that like kind of seemingly sets everything into motion now if you're picking this up and are like hey there's a couple of characters in here in a setting that i'm not familiar with it's because you might want to pick up strange academy if it, if these are characters who have interest to you like if you're like oh who are these folk right, right. like there's definitely a person on this cover there's a couple of people on this cover but there's definitely one person on this cover that you're like might be like i don't know who that is i don't know who that is right and she is in the back she is in the and back we talked about this last week where yeah. we were like who is that again and i you know it's funny you know why i didn't recognize her because the this artist draws her older than i'm used to seeing huh because in strange academy obviously the art style with humberto ramos yes they look a lot younger so my brain did not immediately go no to this character at all mm-hmm. because i was like yeah but she's young right and i'm like right but she's also grown up mm-hmm. like you know um so 
she is basically the entire impetus behind all of this. Okay. Like we're going to take She's the ride along character from kind of Oh. Kind of and kind of not. Um so Zoe uh I've been throwing off not wanting to say her last name. Lavo Lavo yeah. Well it's it's the same it's spelled almost exactly as Lavo. Lavo so Lavo. Yeah. Uh Zoe Lavo uh she's a living zombie. Right, that's what we kind of need to go about her. She's okay. got a, like her her um no, it's she's part of Stranger Academy. Yeah, it's I got whole you. thing. She's got a a a, a, a storied past with mm-hmm. questionable relatives. Um, you could read all about that if you'd like in Stranger Academy, or at least a little bit there. Which you absolutely um, should, because Stranger Academy is a good book. Or we're gonna get some more here. I don't know, right? Anyway, it's a solid book though. Yeah, but that's where we are. That's why she's there. Okay. It's why we're in a school setting. That's why Nico Minru and Magic are there. Yeah. And basically, they have a guest speaker in their class today. It's Blade. Zoe is super excited because Blade has been an Avenger. Yeah, that's true. And she's like, that's what they're training us for to be Avengers. And her girlfriend Desi is like, no, you know, the fact is like, there's a really highly likelihood that a lot of us here are going to end up being evil, just <laughs> statistically speaking. Right. Right. Like, yeah, and we're the, all not going to be uh, heroes and Avengers. The numbers are not good on the Avengers squad, like in terms of magic users. You know, it's Wanda and thanks to Aaron Blade, you know, and then there's like space magic. Like Mantis doesn't count, you know. But like, so she's just excited for it. So they have like a demonstration with vampires. Like this is very much in keeping with Strange Academy. So I appreciate Saks really kind of embracing the style of teaching that happens. That's in nice. The book. Good. Um, all right. But zoe has this like sudden like premonition premonition or flash or she like she sees this like horror nightmare of like like these like shadowy figures attacking like people all over the place Mm. um like a a voice saying like don't trust her she's the bringer of ruin right she sees like nico having like a meltdown and like blade and wolverine like you know uh, in like some horrible odds along with magic um the spirit rider is there yeah um as well and then, like, some, like, really scary monster is basically, like, yo, this is your destiny. I'm the main bad guy of the yeah, series, like, yeah. yeah get, get with it, hun. Okay. Um, and then she, like, wakes up, and she's like, whoa, that was a crazy-ass dream. And Desi's like, yeah. You're standing we, there. We all that's... saw it. Oh, that's fun. And, like, all the students around her are like, um. Like, it's your fault. Okay. That's the only one that I'm kind of, like, not feeling, because a lot of the, like, characters there really would be like, well, I mean, we're in a magic school. That's going to happen. But they immediately turn on her. Oh, what the hell? Like all this, like a lot of the faculty see it as well, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they realize that there's a couple of players they need to get. So magic immediately is like, hang on. She uses her like portals. She goes, she gets um, Wolverine. By the way, I appreciate shout out. They put her in her new costume. Like, this is the costume right. she got from New Mutants during her trip to Limbo. Yeah. So this is the new costume. So like they are like, hey, no, this is happening. That's cool. This is, this is real. Yeah. Good for them. Um. So, yeah, essentially, like, they grab Wolverine. Wolverine's like, Wolverine has, like, a total Batman moment where he's just like, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. I hate no. dealing with magic. Right. Okay. He's like, fine. So he goes. We see around the world other magic users are have also seen this vision, including, yeah. um, you know, Clea. Yep. Dr. Doom. And, of course, new hotness, Agatha Harkness. Agatha Harkness is, like, literally part of this. She's, but she's, she's in also this. a teacher. Well, have you seen the promotional material they're going to roll out? with Speaking of synergy... They're gonna they're gonna unage her to be around oh. the same age as her MCU counterpart, so she'll be sexy and fun. And this is where I don't like 
the like in that's a direct influence. stupid influence well not it, like a creator who's like that's a fun idea where can i take that in yeah comics? no that is no this is just like synergy, do the thing do the thing where and it really do, is do because like there's a, a show coming out right that no one asked for completely like bankrupt idea yeah yeah like, and by the way, incoming the comment, the comments about like, but she's so great. Like Catherine Hahn is awesome. Like, I'm not saying. Yeah, she's everyone not. loves Catherine Hahn. I don't need. You're not going to watch a, a friggin' Agatha Harkness show. Either. I'm just. I'm not saying. I have no problem with that. Like make that show. But don't like. Don't, but why don't, don't muck does she around need in here. to be different in the comics? Like if there's a really people solid will be reason, confused. For the droves. Listen. You yeah, know, the droves. There, the, there the, are certain shows that do get people into stores, right? Yeah. Like, I'll bet the Lord of the Rings show sold a bunch of copies of the Lord and of the I Rings. And I happen to know, based on uh, at least one reseller we talked to, that, like, they couldn't keep Preludes and Nocturnes on the shelf. Yeah, that'll do it. Like, that's that's very different. I just don't know how many people are going to be like, give me... Give me all the Agatha Harkness stories you have. Right. Outside of speculators. And you could. I mean, like, here's the thing. If you want her, though, and, like, what she's based on, you're going to have to read the other, like, issues where she looks different. Right, where she's old and you can't, like, get hard to Whatever. her. Like, but, like, she's in this, yeah. right, as But she's well. in it right now. Right now, the, she's just Agatha Harkness. The student Harkness. body turns against Zoe immediately. Uh, Brother Voodoo and the other show up to be like, hey, we need you to come with us. We, we need to sort this out. Like, they're very cool. Yeah. Very chill about it. A student immediately pops in. Like is like oh, I got her, rips her necklace off, which makes her into a zombie. Makes her look like removes like the illusion that. Like, oh, it's an illusion. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's when the big smoke monsters show up. There's <laughs> uh, a big crazy fight, and uh, the spirit rider shows up as well. Uh, we see a big splash page of everybody coming together to fight. Agatha shows up to get her out of there because clearly that's what the zombies are there for. So right. I, I really kind of dig this effect. It's really dope. Or she uses like her shawl and then yeah, they're and they gone. disappear. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine is able to smell that she's not on, on campus anywhere. Um and so they're like, all right, cool. We've got a mystery to solve. <laughs> like Blade goes into like let's check this out and like figure Come out what's gang. going on. And then Nico's like, hey, did you guys all saw the vision? Like I was in it, right? Right. And they're like, yeah, we all saw it. And she's like, hang on. And then like she uses these like fairies who are there to like do like an enhance moment mm -hmm. like enhance right and what they see is like her watch says like the date so oh they cool they, they got a timetable now four days before right. the apocalypse comes but hey they got bigger things to worry about because dr doom showed up as like give me the girl yay i bet he goes away immediately after this i have no issue. doubt um but it was still fun i have no idea like how much this will or will not start like like, I, mean, I doubt this it's is, a mini series that's going to well, be on I mean, the like, shelf. How it's going to really tie into a video game necessarily, or if it's just I literally it an excuse to do a book like this to get a bunch of magical characters together and throw Wolverine on the team, a to synergize Sales. with the game, and also because Wolverine is a character that more people are familiar with, and so he's kind of like a life raft, especially the way he's acting towards everything, where he's just like, "This is weird. What's going on? Explain sucks. yourselves." Like they're like, "Actually, things are worse," and he's like, "It always is with magic. <laughs> like it's always. This is why no." one likes you guys. right exactly like, that's why you don't get invited so like wolverine's a really great sort of ambassador character if you are a person who isn't as familiar with the magical side of the marvel universe you might take this yeah well good for them all right good for midnight suns it's gonna be a like a i'm sure what six issues and i can't on, remember how many it the is the reality is it'll be on the shelf as a trade so that the the the, the throngs of people that go from the GameStop to the comic book stores will buy it. right but like i had fun with it and i and i've got no ill will against it no like yeah i said i wish it was s-o-n-s but like whatever right that's it's a minor gripe out of all the gripes that you've got going on uh make sure to also talk about the book you have uh, in physical right now oh sure sure real quick um this was also from two weeks ago I, I totally forgot when i was talking about the other two weeks ago i did read dear detective um the book like 
written by uh, Liebermayho. Okay, so here's what what this is, and this is what I didn't quite understand when I picked it up. But like yeah. again, I don't not like it. <laughs> um, if you like Liebermayho's artwork and you just want to look at it, this is probably something you should go and grab, right? Because what it is, it's a, it's a cover art collection, but put together with like a bunch of like random little like not random but like notes inside of it that like there's like i don't know let's say five or six of them in here and like they craft like a like a letter, story around a, like it? a letter to batman oh. right from like his greatest nemesis okay and so like all the covers within there are supposed to kind of punctuate what's in each of the letters right okay. and there's like you know like coded letters in here it's not like a like you're not, you're not gonna have to work really hard to figure out the answer the answer at the end as to who's writing the letter um it's a little more esoteric uh i really thought it was one thing by the end of it i was like oh okay i i, I see where we're going with this um it's cute it's uh, cute um it, it is cute it's a cute idea like to take <laughs> a bunch of like of an artist's covers uh put them together and have him write like a little like, like a through thread. line like, yeah, yeah the, to connect them all um but like i said uh you may not be in it for like the story necessarily, but like you're going to get some really fantastic looking artwork in this, um, in an oversized like black label sized book, um, for like only $8. Like art is expensive. Typically you're not gonna be able to take this out and put it on your wall, but it is something, um, for people who just like looking at artwork. Um, or if you are an artist yourself and you want to study his work a little bit more, this is a great opportunity as well. But like, I enjoyed it nonetheless. I read the whole, all like six letters of it. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Cool. So there it is. Yay. And if you want something signed by him, I guess this, this is a fun yeah, that's not, little this, piece. Not a horrible use. thing to bring to him because like he completely <clears throat> created it all on his own. Yeah. So. Uh, let's break it up. Let's let's uh, address some super chats let's, in the room. Let's huh? do it. Well, Brian Rowland says, I'm catching the rewatch. Can't wa can't wait for the Axe review. Loving this event. Compop rules. Thank you very much, Brian. Axe does rule. Uh, Tiffany, you want to humble brag a little bit or shall I? The fact that Tiffany tweeted about this event because this is an event that nobody's reading or maybe people, people are reading it. People are reading it. No I one's hyping it. Neither, especially Marvel. Marvel. Well, they did the thing. I I got judged. What? There was like a gif. They 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 put out this thing where it was just like it was like a little mini video, right? And like I, they had a bunch of characters on the left side and then like a thumbs up, thumbs down on the right side, yeah. right? And like the idea was like what character was going to be judging you? Like it was really weird because it's not at all what's happening in the event no. where like really there's a celestial. But I mean, I guess really what it is is because like the celestial comes to you if you fail as like a vision of someone who you would think would like judge, judge you. you. Yeah. Or actually, if you also um, are okay, they yeah. also come, like, no matter course, what. Yeah. But like, Man. so I like, guess what it's supposed to be is like who in the Marvel universe you would see as your judge. Right. I got Chewy. Oh, oh okay. The cat. And yeah. I passed. Yay. I was that's, like, that's what a twofer. Now, that makes sense. What I realized after I had tweeted it was I really should have changed that tweet to being like my years of like service to my cats finally pays off. That's right. That's right. That should be a TikTok filter. Well, where you like, you know, you hold it and it like, yeah, just thumbs out, thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah, Marvel should have made that. Maybe they did. No effort. But, um, but yeah, uh, but yeah. So you tweeted about it. You were just like, hey, this is a really great book. Issue four was awesome. Issue five comes out literally on Wednesday. I know. Uh, and uh, both the artist and writer acknowledged it. Both yeah. Skitty and uh, Gillen were like, thanks a lot. And I was like, oh, thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> Literally uh, like that. Lee Allen just finished collecting all of Dimitase's spectacular Spider-Man run, flipping through it. 
looks even more sophisticated than Craven's last hunt. Marvel's insane for not collecting it. I agree. Marvel's nuts for not do- collecting all of the Bushema uh, DiMatteis run on Spectacular. There's so many books that are available um, in some kind of like big, you know, oversized thing, uh, or at the very least, just a collection. The Clone Saga is collected. And yet all of Dimatteis' books are relegated to the dollar bins, which, by the way, it's a great place to get it. Go pick them up if you haven't already. Uh, Frank says, got to go uh, catch the rewatch, but wanted to know your thoughts on Alex Ross's FF Full Circle. Loved everything about it. Hope you uh, hope to see it on back issues soon. Uh, yeah, we will be doing it on back issues at some point. I did buy it. I did read it actually the other day, uh, and uh, I really enjoyed it. It was a fun book. It very, har- it very much harkened back to like classic Lee, Kirby, Fantastic Four, all by Alex Ross, written and drawn. Um, I get what they were doing with the colors. I wasn't a huge fan of the idea uh, and the execution, but uh, but it was still fun and it felt like a like a classic book. Um, mm-hmm. There were no like the moments. It was it was consistently executed, but there were no like standout. Holy crap! Like we're gonna point at this every time we like feature the Fantastic Four the way that Ross is known for. Right. You know, there's there a bunch of like random Alex Ross made productions out there from DC specifically that um you'll see his art for all over the place Mm -hmm. i don't know if you'll be seeing his fantastic four stuff anywhere uh that being said it is really well done and i did enjoy it uh young goku over 9000 uh my birthday is tomorrow well happy birthday (gasps) goku Uh, currently on a flight to italia now well uh see what a Uh, great i hope it's for your birthday yeah i hope so three volumes of saga and grace and the kill we'll be listening to back issues tiffany we only we find we only find them when they're dead has been crazy lately are you still reading it thank you no no no, you dropped that book, which I is did. fair. Not for any particular reason. I think I got a couple issues behind, and mm-hmm. then it, the pile got scary. It did, yeah. We will. You, you I, I, I fall victim to that, just like anyone else, guys. Yeah. Um, but well, I also want to be like, honest with you. If I'm not reading something, no, it's true. Well, and you know, and it's not like I'm like, oh, this is not good. I just, you know, no. And it's not like because we stopped reviewing, we only find them when they're dead. The channel tanked. Like we'll be okay. What? One day you'll read the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, he also mentions that uh, I'm also reading Magneto by Cullen Bunn. Really loving it so far. 40 more characters. Well, y'all are dope and thank you. Well, thank you, man. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, uh, Magneto by Bunn is great. That's why I did the first volume, just to get people to like pick it up and check it when out. When you said Magneto by Bunn, my brain was like, Magneto by night. <laughs> He's um, also a werewolf. That's right. A, the master the m- of... Of moonatism. No, he could still be the master of magnetism. Yeah, but he's a wolf. It looks like Spider-Man will be judged next issue, given how it's been treated lately. Not only will he fail, but the Celestial will kick him in the balls for good measure. Yeah, I have every expectation Spider-Man will fail. There's uh, if Cap failed, Spider-Man will fail. It's in this for the same reasons. Yeah. Um, my only major gripe, and I'm sure it'll not be justified in any way, uh, when I do read the issue, is that Gwen is the judger and not Uncle Ben. Is that who it is? Yeah. Oh, that's not who it should be. No. Spider-Man does not do things and think, oh, man, Gwen would think I'm such an asshole right now. I mean, Spider-Man Blue, Spider-Man was a little different. The book is almost 25 years old. I'm just old. saying, like, <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. Like, It should no. be Uncle Ben, yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that. You think Aunt May will get judged in that, too? I I doubt it. The Celestial <laughs> goes to her. You think Mary Jane will be, de- will and, be judged? And uh, she makes him weed cakes. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> You got spare. You must share the recipe, and you will be judged. She's like whack with a spoon. He's like fair. Yep. Uh, Ray Far says Compop Woo. Uh, Tiffany got me, got me to pick up Salmon Number One, the reprint. Yay! Also been liking the Compop plays videos and all the shorts. Annoyed Ethan is my favorite. 
Um, yeah, yeah, he is. He's pretty great. I know Ethan is is spectacular. I know, I know. Spectacular, Ethan. If you haven't already, by the way, you should check out uh, the Comic Pop Plays channel. It's going to be a place where you can re we we reuploads of all of Tiffany's uh, streams on Twitch.tv slash Comic Pop. And as we go forward, we may just see um, maybe some simul streaming between the two yeah, so we'll yeah you'll see some new stuff on there happening live as well yeah uh, cat lawyer will defend for treats uh, axe keeps reminding me of my most rewatched back issues the last fantastic four story f4 tie-in even has the mindless ones coincidence for sure but hilarious i agree i love that issue and i'm i, I really like that episode i think it's a lot of fun uh, so check that out if you haven't already. Uh, Gianluca Zillo or Zillio says, "My a miracle happened. Made my mom watch season one of Sandman. She couldn't wait for season two, so she borrowed my volumes and read it. Oh, I got emotional. That's gosh. dope. This is this is the power of like shows. So like that's why like even if I'm like there are things that I nitpick about the show. That's why I don't really talk about it because it's like it's it can, it can be such a force mm-hmm. of like actually bringing new readers in, yep. and I'm just like." Go, go do your thing. I agree. Behold. <laughs> Rayfar returns to say, no disrespect to the designer. I like that caveat. Uh, but this Spider-Man suit is ugly. I adore J.R. Jr. Spidey and adore this Daredevil, but not even he can save this Spidey Goblin. No, I agree. Um, I haven't even really like seen it much in action. Like I only I only really remember it from the covers. Um they're ugly. Yeah, it's an ugly suit. I don't mm-hmm. I don't care for it. Um, you know, he's one of the most iconic superheroes in all of fiction he's one of the most iconic characters and ya characters in all of fiction and uh his, his look is iconic and instantly recognizable it's a mascot at this point and so the first thing we should do is probably change it um i i think that like that you know like i've always talked about like people's like formula for getting into comics is like i want to get into comics because i really want to make a tv show that i own mm-hmm. um the new that for spider-man is i really want to make a costume that's going to be in the video game like Dan Slott has four. How come I don't have one? And I think that's what it is. I really do think people are like motivated to have their costume, especially after the Miles Morales game where it's like he has two. And so we had to invent like 17 of them. And job. none of them were the new one they made for him in the comics. Well, it, it, what's interesting about that though is like some of those are winners and some of them aren't, but yeah. like they're designing it for a three-dimensional space in the first place yeah but it is also cool to see like a two-dimensional costume in three-dimensional space like Mm -hmm. finally seeing Mm -hmm. like the 2099 suit in 3d space is really awesome i get you uh eric Wu says i had some free time two weeks ago i added smashtronaut and salmon to my collection guest comp really is the best for recommending (laughs) on both ends of the spectrum i really like that hooray uh that's the thing land like somebody mentioned you know like when we recommend something when we really do recommend something more often than not it's pretty good we try right like what i will not like bend over backwards to sell a book unless it's like no of of a special type of caliber yeah uh brady white how is it going it's going well man how about you thank you you. i've been rereading snyder batman it's great but court is kind of slog rereading i like night a lot more also i've been loving the red raider stuff i hope you all have been having a good day you too brady thank you very much yeah i didn't really like night of the owls i did like court more to each his own. I'm glad you're digging the Red Raider show, though. Thank you so much. And if you want to know what he's talking about, join patreon.com slash pop. Join the Red Raider tier or higher, and you will have access to a behind-the-scenes podcast that's just my stream of consciousness talking about what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, Ray, uh, Ray Far, I'd super chat hundreds, but if I can make Ben breakdance, uh, he can't breakdance, so don't try and make him do it. Yeah. Because nope. he'll try, and then he'll And hurt. then he'll break himself. Yes. It'll be a true breakdance. Uh, cat lawyer will defend retreats i need that hat tiffany's hat game is greater than feige's hat game. <laughs> you know tiffany has a great feige-esque hat it's a blue marvel hat you've seen it before not yeah. blue marvel a character 
it's a Marvel hat that is blue instead of red. Yeah. And it's great. And it looks like a Feige hat. Like, listen, I don't know where we got that. Listen, if, if he if he wants to come and have a hat off, we can absolutely do it. We that. will do it. I'll, I'm there for it. Uh, Mr. Ketch, uh, hey, Salentivity, hope you're doing awesome. Hopefully you are too, Thank man. You. I haven't been rereading. I haven't been reading Spider-Man, but picked up nine as an X-Men crossover. Why does Peter have a literal spider grenades? Uh, that's part of his new suit. It was designed by Norman Osborn. So it's like a it's like a goblin Spider-Man's like hodgepodge or uh, <laughs> synergy thing going it's on. It's a hodgepodge. Yeah, that's another villain for Spider-Man. Hodgepodge. hodgepodge. Juwan Fincher. Uh, I have this weird. Uh, what if Cyclops and female Wolverine started going out back from when the original five came to the future? Maybe it would be a good Valentine's Day. What if? Yeah, why not? And people want to see that. I mean, listen, the only thing I don't want to see is Laura get together with Scott because uh, Laura deserved better. Uh, Mr. Ketch returns to say, I am 100% on board and excited for Agatha show. You can blame me because I definitely asked for it. Well, I'm glad. I, I, listen, like, I have, like, let the show be. Go for it. Yeah, I just, no. It's just weird that they're like, and now make her yeah. that in the comics. Yeah, I'm no, like, I don't want that. But yeah. I guess they're like, who cares about her in the comics? <clears throat> well, yeah, exactly. And it's like, but then who cares? Then don't screw with it. And it's like, no, but who cares? But we should screw with it. Mm. It's like, I can't argue with either of those things. Mm. Ray Farr, what are some of the least favorite synergistic moments in comics? Joker with facial scars and Loki just being drawn with his 2012 Avengers suit are mine. Yeah, those scars, man. They 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 really, uh, they disappeared, didn't they? You saw them a lot. They were in friggin' Zero uh the flashbacks from uh death of the family mm. like the new 52 joker always had like the uh, as as i've heard it referred to the glasgow smile it was a part of uh all of all of libra mayho's designs of batman yes. which he swears up and down he did first um and so forth uh, i i could get on board for that uh honestly i was a big problem I had, I had a big issue with like the 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 organic web shooters yeah that's fair that. that's yeah, fair that's something i really complained about and uh, I think we're caught up, so let's move on. Uh, Tiffany, you want to talk about X Men Red, or you want to talk about another book? We got yeah. plenty more. Well, do you, you got anything? Uh, yeah, I've, I've got plenty. I could talk about Daredevil number three from uh, Chip Zdarsky and Rafael De La Torre. Uh, this, is, of course, is the third installment of the rebooted Daredevil series. If you are reading Daredevil, or you haven't started reading, Dare if you haven't started reading Daredevil, what you should know is that this is a continuation from Daredevil number one from like last year, and you should not feel like there's any interruption of service. If you read, if you didn't read devil's reign, it is just more daredevil in between, mm -hmm. but everything by Zdarsky, just read it in order and you'll be fine. It's an, it's a great ongoing series that thankfully doesn't sell great. So it sells just enough to stay the hell off of Marvel's radar. Look at that cover. I love this cover. Isn't it incredible. Chichetto is a master. So freaking much. I'm not even reading this book and I'm just like, Ooh, yeah. Give me a titleless version of this and I will hang it up. Well, hopefully Chichetta will have it at New York Comic Con. Oh, is he going? Uh -huh. <laughs> I have a list. I have a list of who's going to New York Comic Con. And uh, let me tell you, I am hyped because a few uh, notable people are going to be there. But let me uh, wrap up. This is a great Sorry. issue, as usual. Uh, the only critique, critique I will have is Daredevil supposed to leave. He's, le he's leaving to like form the fist, which will fight the hand. Uh, with Electra, and I love that like they made Electra Daredevil, and then like both Daredevils are going to leave New York. And I'm like, so you have two Daredevils, and they're both leaving. Mm -hmm. um, he's recruiting more or less, and he asked uh, Cole, that really cool character that Zdarsky introduced in his the beginning of his run, mm -hmm. like, come with me, and he's like, no, but he's definitely going to come. Uh, he also tried to recruit Luke Cage, and Luke Cage's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm the mayor. <laughs> I'm the mayor now. He's like, yeah, but it's a, who cares? You don't really want to be mayor. And he's like, yes, I do. I, I worked really hard. Yeah, exactly. So he's not going. And uh, he's going to take Foggy with him. 
Okay. It's cool. It's a it's a good series. Uh, Matt is just a big idiot, and I can't wait to see him screw the hell up. I'm also really disappointed because in an anticlimactic way, Matt found <laughs> out who's in charge of the hand. And I'm like, damn it. I wanted to see a bigger moment. I wanted to see him re- like discover that. Okay. I didn't want some retconned Electra mentor to tell him while she was like hitting him in crucial pressure points. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to like hear his heartbeat and go, oh no, that's what I wanted. But then again, I'm not writing the book, so I'll just read it and it's really good. So okay. check that out if you haven't already. <laughs> uh, Hogshead says, uh, Daredevil being judged, meh, I'm hard on myself. No. Daredevil being judged is awesome and it was a great moment. Yeah. Every judgment moment was dope. It was. And now we'll talk about who's going to be at New York Comic Con because are. it's so part- exciting. Oh my God. Elvira's okay. going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, you have to meet her. We're going to get a picture of you with what? Elvira. It's Cassandra Peterson. She's not gonna. I don't think she's gonna be dressed as Elvira. That's fine. You know, um, James Howe will be there. Oh, the writer of the Benicula series. Oh, I don't know. That's, I don't <laughs> we'll get your celery stalks at midnight. Books on. Now, Dan Mora, Doc Shaner, Donnie Cates, Jerry Duggan, Jed McKay will be there. Uh, of course, Jim Shooter, which I, I can't wait Dan for. I feel like Dan Mora is going to be there. I know. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, you're going to have to do the talking for me. <laughs> Jim's up. Jock will return as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Reed Jr. is going to be there. Jock, Jock is such is, a Jock is, lovely Jock English gentleman. Jock is a, a charming man. Mm-hmm. Just a charming man. That's true. Uh, Jonathan Hickman will be there, of course. Uh, Jorge Fornes from uh, you know Batman 89 and, uh, more importantly, Rorschach will be there. It's going to be Rorschach. It's going to be Rorschach. Uh, Joshua Williamson, Mariko Tamaki, Peach Momoko will be there. I know. Uh, Rod Rice. <gasps> oh, that's yeah, dope. I know. Stegman, Snyder, King, and uh, Zeb Wells will be there, so we'll get your copy of Hellion. <gasps> Yay! And, uh, and many more. Over 100 more. Uh, so that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I read this. <clears throat> I guess we could talk about it. Batman and Robin number one. Nice. Uh, from Mark Wade and Mahmoud Asrar. <gasps> no way! What? Yep, it's a miniseries event story, blah, blah, blah. You might like this. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Okay. Uh, on paper, this makes a lot of... This is awesome. Because, like, uh, basically Robin declares war on Batman. He's like, you're sucking. You never accepted me. It's because uh, I think, like, Robin and Batman had like a back and forth that like earlier where you know Robin's like you blame me for Alfred's death and he's like yeah <laughs> yeah I hate you <laughs> and uh, Alfred's back what Alfred returns in this issue what he just comes back what is this set now yeah this is happening now, now. is he real he's real he goes through a battery of tests Alfred suggests all the tests he's like we can go to the cave and use that blah 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 he he asks oh, Alfred a million questions. Now it's him, because it would make sense to get to get that mistake fixed. No, they're just gonna be like, oh, actually, it's this well, thing. Well, you'll we see know. why he's definitely why it's definitely him at least okay. because um, uh, Robin hits him with uh with with two with two friends who have who are wielding uh magic powers. Uh, magic is. A, some magical character is aiding Damien in his war against Batman. Uh, and before they helped Batman, they declared war on the Justice League Dark. And so all of the Justice League Dark is defeated. John Constantine himself is tied in to Swamp Thing in a like kind of curse that causes vines to grow out of their organs. And so they're both just trapped. Etrigan is trapped in a half transformation. So it's Etrigan blood and he's just screaming. Uh, Z is caught in Schrodinger's noose. And so she is half dead and half alive. 
this one magic character had this much ability. Somebody. No, it's Damien. Damien is awesome. Damien's the one who did it. No. No, Damien is definitely being manipulated by outside forces. And is it handed every single minute? He's I, given Eclipso's diamond, the bell, the wheel, the jar, all this stuff. And it's just insane how much uh, power Damien wields. Um, yeah, and Batman and Alfred are just have to team up to fight Damien. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, well, you read it because like Damien is written like a person who's never read a, a comic book starring Damien ever. Mark Wade has, to his credit, Mark Wade's great, and I really enjoy his work. Uh, his world's finest book is Toppers, um, but I think Mark Wade is in my camp where he's like, I don't like Damien. Um, I don't appreciate Damien. I think he's an affront on the Bat family. Well, listen, and he should be going away. But he's never read like Williamson's book or or Mer- right. Like, he's but never like, read anything of Damien's redemption. Here's the thing changes. about that: no matter how anyone feels about Damien, it's too late for something like that mm-hmm. because like he's too like he's too ingrained. He's yeah, too... and like there's too many stories to be like this is what his character is and yeah. like this is what he's like yeah. to just be like nah. I mean, like maybe this is gonna turn around at the end. I think that it's like a double cross. I I, I think sure. it's a I think it's a fake out. Like I don't think Damien is just maybe Alfred being. Is the- wizard behind I it i hope not alfred is a secret magic user no, wizard it's, man it's Nezha. it's the devil Nezha from the world's finest series that wade invented who's manipulating damien mm-hmm. okay so yeah uh you know whatever it's and fun alfred's a secret wi- let me have the alfred's a secret wizard For sure yeah but uh <laughs> but you know the book's fine like it's but everyone's written kind of out of character Except for Alfred and Batman. Although someone took the page out of uh, context and posted on Reddit and was like, how dare you? Because like Batman referred to Alfred as like he when he saw Alfred, he was like, it's good to have you back, old friend. And they're like, how dare you? He's his father. He would never say old friend. Uh, Earlier in the book, he says Alfred is is like my father and my oldest friend. Like, (laughs) so it's like it's established. Yeah, but still. Yeah, I I could see Batman calling Alfred old friend old chum yeah exactly but it's fine it, it, you know it's not blowing my mind the the logo is horrible like the the not title is uh is like not a fan I'm like what are you this doing this one's kind of weak it's not great weak sauce Mm-mm. but uh otherwise you know i i think that it's important i think like the story is going to be like used despite the fact that like you know al ghouls we just did shadow war damien we just did the robin series batman isn't he dead you know, there's a lot going on. The Justice League Z, isn't she dead too? Like, when does this take place? Who cares? Nobody, that's who. Uh, least of all DC. But, you know, I enjoyed it for the most part. I liked Alfred being back. How I liked what the it, art? It's fine. Oh. Yeah, it, there were a couple of really, I, I, a couple of standout moments, but I otherwise say, it was fine. I mean, like, Asrar's work in Conan is great. Oh, yeah. But, like, it's a very different world he's playing with, so I'm, I'm kind of interested in checking that out, if nothing else, just to see what yeah. he wor- does with... I mean, he's not, not ever worked on other things, but, like, that's just the last thing I saw him in, so, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so. No. But it's, uh, it, you know, it's fine. But, like, right. I wonder if it'll be important. I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay. But we'll see how it goes. It'll be, uh, it'll be a thing. But I enjoyed it for what it was. All right. I got a couple of books, but I think you're going to go into a super chat here. I so. am. Ray Farr says, are you guys at all excited for the Sergeant Rock book coming out that's written by Bruce Campbell? I'm biased, though. So I like everything that man does. No. No, I couldn't be. You're not going to check it out at all? No, I couldn't okay. care less. Is it because of the character or because you're just like... I don't care about Sergeant Rock, and I don't like the idea of just giving actors jobs because they have another job that they do well. All right. Maybe he's a big Sergeant Rock fan. As well. Good for that's him. Really Doesn't make him a writer. Uh-huh. That's true. 
Everyone has a story. There's something in my eye. I think it's my mascara. That's mm. fine. I'm going to talk about another book, though. Oh, please do. Let's talk about The Bone Orchard. The Bone Orchard. Would you like to ride The Bone Orchard? So here's what's interesting. The Bone Orchard is a series of books by Jeff Lemire. And I, I, I'm not sure if the artist is always the same, but it's Andrea Sorrentino, right? And like yeah. The Bone Orchard mythos is a like bunch of like horror stories that take place in the same universe. Right right like that's kind of cool like yeah it's like a shared horror universe yeah okay i haven't read the other one but i picked this up because i just loved the premise of this so i was yeah. like i gotta pick this out so this one's ten thousand black feathers Ooh. which i just well the cover is amazing the cover immediately like grabbed me and was just like shoved it in my face and yelled read me yes and i was like okay um so yeah it, it's by uh jeff lemire and andrea sorrentino the colorist is dave stewart does a great job and like fantastic combo it, it, i gotta tell you guys if you are like as it becomes fall as the days grow shorter at least for us in the northern hemisphere <laughs> um i immediately like listen i'm down for horror all year round but in particular now like i get more into it where i'm just like ooh, i'm ready for some scary some spooky some spooks, yeah some skeletons <laughs> Um, there are no skeletons in this book, unfortunately. Uh, well, on the cover, there's, there's a skull just, at least. Yeah, there's just not enough, not enough skeletons. Meh. Um. Anyway, it, it's a really like interesting premise uh, about like two friends. We we get to see like they're like meeting each other, getting to know one another, um, and then like the current state of things. Yeah. Um. Where there is this woman who she's an author, and there's like these dreams slash voice that's haunting her. Okay um and so she kind of goes home for a little bit um presumably um we find out that like her friend is dead mm. um but like goes back home to her friend's mom's house i personally had a little bit of a connection with this like you know like the idea of like meeting a friend like being kind of like not necessarily new but like having that moment of like not knowing anybody meeting a friend going to the mom's house the mom's a single mom yeah like you know has like a like their own like you know life outside of the home and just kind of like <clears throat> delving into like new things like going and like playing video games or like de like you know that kind of yeah. stuff like i was like that like connected with me fair um so maybe i'm a little biased but i thought this was really well written uh lemire is a hit or miss with me sometimes honestly like i'm very not, much like, so. a hardcore like oh i love lemire some books really connect with me yeah and other books not just so bounce much. right off of you yeah um but the writing in this the way in which lamira is like unfolding the story really connected with me like enough of like a like human connection you know learning little bits without like having an exposition character necessarily like yeah. you know, peeking into their lives and then also like weaving in this like something is wrong right and you're in for it kind of thing and then of course like throughout the book like here's the thing about sorrentino's art like when it's dark and gritty, it's, mm -hmm. it's great. When it's like lighter, like it like it misses the shadows, and I, I think it's not quite as strong. Yeah, I see but what like, you mean. But but like we get a lot of like really standard panel work in here. So like if you're like used to seeing Sorrentino's art, usually there are some panels that are like or some pages that are like, whoa, yes. I've never seen anything like this in my That's life. That's fair. By the time you get to the last two pages, we we see like we we were holding <laughs> it back. <laughs> <We're> back. <laughs> we were holding it back, oh, and then good. like we reveal these like two really spectacular or actually several spectacular pages um i love 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 
the last panel of this book yeah. because I think this is pretty daring to end it like this where it's like there's like oh, yeah. something a reveal like there's something off panel it's yes. such a like great horror moment i love it that i now have to wait right to yeah. find out like yeah. what, what's coming for them and that's tough with horror because like not everyone is used to like having to sit there and wait. you'll have to wait yeah and it's like well how long is it gonna take like a month like that's right. a long time right 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 um but like I, I i love that i was like wow it could be nothing scary oh yeah, or yeah it could yeah. be something very scary but it gives me like plenty of time to question like you know what it is and like let that horror like build in my own mind before yeah. it is revealed presumably um, right but if you're looking for something kind of spooky uh check this out i think it's a really cool idea i think i'm gonna go back and grab the other book that's in this i can't remember what it's called um in the bone orchard mythos because mm. i i think it's kind of neat the idea of a shared universe horror yeah. world you know where like these things are happening presumably or possibly connected to one another so i agree yeah i like that uh the fodder box kid hey guys any chance to tiffany doing once in future on back issues it's one of my favorite comics at the moment um we do have the trade but i don't see it happening only because i don't think uh that it, it, it would appeal to the widest spectrum of audience members yeah. um it's why we haven't done Saga in five or six years. It's uh, it's why we don't typically do too many indie books unless that independent character happens to have like a form-fitting, you know, jumpsuit or a, uh, you know, or a cape. You know, it's tough um, to, to pull off. And once in future, it's a tougher like sell, you know. Sometimes it's hard to get people to read or to watch an episode about Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Uh, you know, but uh, that, that doesn't mean the book is in any, you know, is, is, is in any way lesser than those books it's just yeah it's just a shame no for know? sure but uh yeah and it's just because we're dependent on that show because it's like the most popular show but yeah absolutely uh Are you do one more why not um x-men red uh came out this week um yes, it did i thought i saw a question in the chat at one point about what was my favorite x title right now and like it's really hard because like it's kind of a toss-up between immortal x-men and x-men red yeah which and i and i'll go on record i said it before like x-men red when it first rolled out the first couple you were of not, issues you were not sold was not sold i was not feeling that book at all i was kind of like i might drop this book i don't know i like al ewan's work but this wasn't connecting with me yeah um i'm so glad i stuck it out yeah like, typically that's not my message because like i want you to like always take care of like your wallet and your needs first and so if you're not connected with the book it's okay to stop but i was yeah. like you know what i'm gonna give it one more and like that one more was the literal make or break right moment for me um oh my gosh <laughs> sorry <laughs> my phone keeps someone keeps calling me um, <laughs> is it someone that you actually need to take a call from or no, is it? Okay. no 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 um i don't think so at least maybe um <laughs> It could have been, uh, but it's written by Al Ewing with art by Stefano Caselli. Yes. Uh, looks great. This is like Al Ewing, at least in an interview I, I read with um, Kieran Gillen, Al Ewing was one of the people who was like, all right, we're doing tie-ins. It's a Judgment Day tie-in. Um, this is what I want. I will absolutely, I'm on board. Let's let's do this. I'm going to play baseball with you. Um, <laughs> can you do one thing for me? Can you just make sure that Uranus is like, um armies and like his his like armory the the, the things yes. from his armory stay on Arako so i can deal with that oh and like gillen was like sure can do let's <laughs> he judged and gave him a thumbs up yes nice. um but uh that's that's what we're dealing with essentially okay. um magneto is heartless now um <laughs> literally literally heartless he's got a big hole in his chest the only thing that's keeping him alive is his own master of ma uh, magnetism uh he mentions in this that he's like a younger version of me could not have done this Mm -hmm. he's like it's only the like me now yeah with all of my awesomeness that, <laughs> that i can possibly do this yeah that's true um so he's dealing with that but like the opening to this book is like really 
like I, I was like really like invested in the story of this character who is not a mutant, not a Varaco, mm. like just this guy. Oh, it's the guy. The, yeah. Oh, the, the oh. NASA guy. Like, no, oh, I thought you were talking King. about the Fisher King. I was like, no, the Fisher Ooh. King is in this though. Oh, good. No, this dude, I was so invested in his story. And like, that's just a testament to Ewing's writing. We just met this character. We get to know him that like, he's essentially like, he came out there to, to study the soil of Araco and like to see like what the terraforming did. Like oh. he was allowed to go there and like he basically he was annihilated. <laughs> no, no, he's there and he okay. was like he like saw the like Araco societies and like he ended up like being welcomed by them because he wasn't an enemy. He's like that's the problem. He's like everybody thinks that they're like assholes because like because they're war. If you people. come and fight them, then they will fight back. But yeah. like if you're not there for that, then they open like they welcome you as friend. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, so like he joins their their society and at one point like there's like one of those information pages read it trust me read this transcript it's great there's like a child's voice there because like he says like he helped with like the harvest and they're like insult craig of nasa <laughs> and he's like sorry helping means that they are not capable of doing it so and he's like trying to adjust like to like yeah he's learning their language or the like, way their, that they, their way of, of, of their life. syntax yeah um but that essentially like uh the shit hit the fan right and like the like village there went to fight and they left him with the children mm -hmm. who don't have their powers yet to basically they're like pr like protect them yeah and he's like okay and he's like they're all dead so like i'm gonna he like has a camera basically and he's like i'm gonna show you what we're fight fighting here i have nothing i have no powers i have no weapons but like i'm hopeful that i can buy the kids enough time to get out of here mm -hmm. and like it's like i'm like oh you don't have a backup, man. I was, yeah, like, I, but he was like, no, it's okay. Like, and like, they're really sad because like, they're talking to like, here's Ewing, like taking a tie in and making sure to like, kind of continue the story because like earlier in this book, we were talking a little more at Tarn yes. and like Tarn's crimes against Araco right. to begin with. We're building a little more of that history in here okay, with right. this, like doing this tie in. So it's like, hi, this will totally fit in. Yeah. It'll randomly like the things are occurring, but like, it's going to not feel like a hard stop on the story that Ewing's doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause the kids are talking about the prisons they were in. And that's like, Aww. as a result of all of that, like when they were younger. Yeah. And so he's like, you have to survive. They're like, like the prisons. He's like, yeah. Like, cause like they feel badly. They're like, you shouldn't have to go and fight alone. No one is alone Aww. on a racco. Yeah. And like they probably, those kids probably help them out a lot because they're uh, they yeah, they're off a racco. Yeah. But they have no powers yet. They're not Aww. old enough. for their Right. Their powers. You know, so like, <laughs> so he's like, no, like he, he's like, oh it's so sweet he goes like um i i know like when they're like you know you you're you're just an earth man yeah like you shouldn't have to fight for us alone he's like i'm like i came here to look at some dirt uh <laughs> but you folk treated me like i belonged from day one so yeah i guess i'm a varaco today yeah and then he hears his voice behind him that's like you know it's like the, the truth is spoken like you are of the land and you will forever be that way and it's just storm and like two of the other people from the circle like floating up behind him and she looks bar yeah yeah is that the same outfit she wears an axe yeah yeah, it's a pretty sweet outfit. She's had this outfit in this. In okay, this, all right. In this uh, series so far, so good, I good. love it. I love this so much. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Oh, okay, thank God. you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you." I could not back that up. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I was going to do it, but I was, I, I mean, I was not going to buy them anytime. What? Like, there's a big laser spider coming. Basically, right. it's like a big. Oh, okay. Machine thing that's got like four laser. One of your like, machines. Not, yeah. Four, like eight laser legs shooting out of it. Yeah. It's just destroying things as it's moving, basically, because oh it's got laser legs. <laughs> um. Uh huh. So like, storm. Like, you know, no one fights alone, but Storm's like, can I take the lead on this one? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Knock uh, yourself out. Folks. Uh, so she's there with uh, 
Laktuka of the stars, who's the one that looks like a big... Um... Oh my god, she looks like the universe is draped over like a handkerchief. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Uh, and um, Subnar. Uh, mm -hmm. Sub Subunar, Subunar of the deaths who you know has a, yeah i know that yeah you know him Aww. but like he has like a similar look like stance to namor i'm like if you're of the sea is that just how you are oh yeah well you have you're you're, you're lighter and uh, you're just like you have like a behold, you have a regality me. about you here's the reason i want to mention that because like the two of them work together like yeah. Subunar like has like the endless ocean within him mm -hmm. and so he like yes. provides water into the oh, air no. and so what no nothing bad happens okay no storm uses it to make a monsoon because like all the water droplets basically screw up the laser so the lasers like become less potent until they're able to destroy the oh, okay it's, like, really right. smart it's nice. like i was like wow nice job ewing yeah um laktuka uh, uses her abilities their abilities um to connect storm with everything that's going on around Araco because she's like where do i need to be because like she's like i wasn't here and again this happened like she was off doing something as equal importance, but sure. she's like, but because I wasn't here, I I didn't serve a racco, uh, and like, uh, that's when uh, Subunar, I think I think it's here mentions like there's like an old proverb from like the prisons like where it's like if you weren't here then you were somewhere, <laughs> and like Fair. the idea is that, like, like you would want to be here, and if you weren't here, there's a good damn good reason for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And so like she connects them, and that's how we like do like a quick check in with everybody around a racco. Ewing's like, all right, what are they all up to? Like. Richard Ryder's still there and like she's in his head and like hearing it like how he's like it's all about me the Fisher King's like cool okay um he gets called by someone basically and like it's time for something you're like what's the time for right yeah Iska's in the ocean fighting fish because Iska has joined uh Uranus obviously of course because she cannot be beaten she's um, gonna have a lot of explaining to do <laughs> well no she doesn't oh that's, that's right she's like that's just her power yeah it's fine the, the point is to get her back on your side because that means you will win right um, wrong slide is there as well. Oh no. He's joined the brotherhood. So he's like fighting like at two Oh nine. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, we just check in with a bunch of them and it, it's cool. Uh, we yeah. see, um, that up in sword station two cable is there. And like the, the place is destroyed. He's like floating in a spacesuit with whiz kid. Mm -hmm. And like whiz kid was saved by cable and cable essentially is like, it's time for me to call in a favor. Tell me about brand. Oh, <laughs> Ewing set that up in sore, yes, right? So yes. it's like, okay. Now we okay. know. Now that's Abigail yeah. Brand is being reborn. And who's there to greet her? Xavier. Professor X. And by the way, Xavier, by the way, is like fighting a yeah. fight. So he comes to do this one. I'm like, I buy that. I don't think that that's a not synergistic thing. No, I think he's, that's like, he's like, he's there. They're going to have a conversation. Yeah. I'm wondering. That's awesome. Like, well, he would know. How would he not know what's going on? I don't know. Right. Like, what is he going to tell her? Like, give her back and not give her back. Ooh. Right. Like, I, I don't know if they're going to play with that or not, but I love him being there is enough to tell you that yeah. they're, they're definitely going to do this. There's a question like in the that. chat. Is it young cable? No. no, he's gone. Yeah. He's, he's long gone. Um, it's big cable now. Yeah. Logos, uh, Lodos, who is the, has the ability to like just produce metal, is there mm -hmm. with, uh, uh, Magneto, who's fighting a big plastic gorilla for a second i was like no wait it's okay it's yeah. not it's not connected good not red ghost connected <laughs> uh magneto like essentially recognizes that he's not going to make it till tomorrow mm -hmm. like but like he needs to save Araco. like that's all he can think about he's like i have to save Araco, and then i can rest and okay. it'll be totally fine and um that's when roberto shows up with like some like super hot chick and the fisher king is that his uh no it's not okay and uh it's revealed that like like roberto had found out about like this other ring that or like other part of the ring of like Araco that used to exist because they only have three areas you know mm -hmm. how like 
Krakoa has like spring, summer, fall, and winter. Yeah. They only have three. Oh. It's like whatever happened to the fourth. Right. We got a whole info dump about that, that there was like, there was like the dawn, uh, the dawn, the day, and the dusk. Right. Okay. And it's like what happened to the night. Right. The night was like the shadowy kind of version that like would often be like spies and other such things. But like Genesis was like, that's not how we roll. Yeah. And so they got rid of it. And because of that, they ended up actually falling at one point as the fall of Araka mm-hmm. originally was because they lost the seats of night. Okay. So like basically Roberto's bringing that back. Okay. Cool. And so this chick's ability is that she can become smoke and like transport other places and like bring people with her as well. Right. And Magneto literally is like, we need to get you to meet Nightcrawler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he like makes a little joke. I'm like, good for you. You're dying. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, But that, you know, they're, they're going to work together to, to reform the, like the seats of night. And like, that's how they're going to be able to win. Okay. Right. And like, um, remember the bug lady mm-hmm. who like held all of the, like history of Araco. Yeah. She's growing back, but like things are missing now. So like, but they're now they're recording it again. Right. Okay. So like uh Logos is like, mark this moment. Like this is yeah. like a change in like in the way we're doing things. Yeah. So like he- here we go. Let's have at it. Mm-hmm. Um the gorilla comes back and that's when they realize across like the world that like all of Uranus's things can come can regrow. Uh, so like they can't really defeat them. There has to be a way, something at the heart that they can stop, mm-hmm. right? Like they have to basically go to the armory or fight Uranus, right? Okay. Um, so like Magneto's like, I'm never gonna be done. Mm-hmm. Like that, why would I think that? And that's when Storm shows up and she feeds her or feeds him her lightning. Right. So she's like there's something about Wolverine or not Wolverine. There's something about Magneto that like, I always pair Storm and Wolverine. That's like, yeah. that's like a ship for me. But then again, <laughs> this whole thing that happens in this mm-hmm. was beautiful and poetic. And I loved it. Um, that like, he's basically like her gift attunes to his. Right. And so she gives him his power. She's like, you know, uh, in the past, like he, took he empowered himself at the expense of her own life yeah but this time like they they're able to like manage it Mm -hmm. like so like he takes it freely this gift and like she's like literally shooting lightning into like where his heart would be yeah to like superpower him and keep him alive and like everyone's watching it and like the people of araco are like are very much this is not the way it should be Mm -hmm. but we're breaking all the rules and look at what happens when like someone accepts help yes and like accepts like whatever word we're going to use here yeah assistance yeah um the way in which the two of them like embrace and share like for araco is like the embrace of lovers and i was like that's an interesting pairing Uh uh-huh right yeah like yeah i never thought that's interesting Mm -hmm. and then she's like behind him she's like holding him she's like you ready and he's like oh yes (laughs) they decimate this gorilla um and then are like all right so it's go time to go find your fight Uranus. Yeah, let's get into the uh, next issue. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I was like, all right, I read these in order. I was like, I'm gonna read X Men Red first. I have a feeling, and when I looked at the credits page, it was like, yes, this comes split before Acts Four. Mm-hmm. Um, but seriously, if you're not reading X Men Red, the first few issues to me set up so much stuff that like it felt like it was gonna be kind of a drag. Yeah. And I'm okay with setup, but there was just something about it that like totally shifted and. I think the like third issue on is really what the tone of X-Men red will be. Mm-hmm. And Ewing's just doing such a good job. And like, 
if you're not reading it because maybe you like felt like the first issue wasn't something you were interested in, yeah. go back, go grab the rest of them. Trust me. It is, it is great looking. Caselli's doing a really good job. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just smart. And yeah. if you like Magneto, then this is, this is the book for you. Cause like Magneto <laughs> gets to be a ball or so same with storm. Oh yeah. Like this really like there are other characters in this book. Oh yeah. But, but this really is their about, book. But it's really about storm and Magneto. Of and course. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Uh, what was it? Drew Deer says, if you had to give out a most improved award to a recent creator, who would you choose? Maybe someone whose style you weren't into before, but now you enjoy. <sighs> right? Because that's tougher for me. I don't. I don't know if there's any like. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like books that I like whose art I didn't well, really I, care for. Well, I a creator could also be a writer. Could be a writer, yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe Jed McKay. I wasn't like thrilled with. No, I liked his works earlier on. Mm. Yeah. I was gonna say Tom King, but <laughs> right, Tom King. Well, like, yeah, I turned around on him certainly. Yeah, but I don't know. It's an improvement. I don't know. No, that's that's, a, not that's an excellent question, and right? I and I wish I had an answer for you right now. But yeah, if I I'm come sorry. up with one, we'll definitely we'll have to re revisit. Yeah, because it's a great question. It is a really good question. Uh, Cat lawyer. Do we know what the criteria for judgment is? Is it personal goals? And if they achieve them, Cap has impossible goals, but Scott can, he can protect the mutants. So there you go. Yeah. What is the, do you, have they like revealed what it is or, or are we kind of just like, I think we're meant to try out. to figure it out based on the, what, on what occurs. I, I think it's um, a series of how truthful you are kind of with yourself. And yeah. also like part of it is like whether or not you think you've achieved your own goals. And part of it is like, you actually try to fix something because there is that conversation. Don't forget. There's literally a conversation in, um, you may not have read it, but in AXE death to mutants. No, yeah. I didn't number read two, it. Where Wolverine or not Wolverine. Oh my gosh. What is my obsession with Wolverine today? Yeah. I'm like obsessed with Wolverine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where um, Fastos and Makari are judged. Right. And Fastos is like, they're asked by the Celestial Ajax, Makari and Fastos are asked, would they have built him if they knew how this was going to turn out? Like, would they do it again? Yeah. Uh, Ajax is like, yes, Makari. Right. And yeah, Fastos I remember that. like, no. And Fastos gets the thumbs up and she gets the thumbs down. Yes. And Fastos is like, okay, but why? Right. And he's like, because you took steps to fix it. Right. she didn't yeah hmm so there there could be something there as well like that you take that even if you don't succeed in what you're doing that you tried other methods to make it happen so maybe yeah. cap is like too busy beating his head against the wall yeah. without actually like doing any like enough to make the well, change well i think it's because his goal is to inspire america and he, he's yeah, you not can't, able to do can't that, do that. Yeah. uh and that could be why they didn't choose like uncle ben for spider-man because like every day he puts on the suit he is trying to make up for what happened with uncle Ben. So that yeah. would be the work. But like with Gwen, it's more like you have, it's supposed to no, but it really is just supposed to be someone who you would like feel the judgment. Of. Yeah. 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 yeah um, and I don't know if I would, even... I think it's also honestly that it is just a flawed being. So don't try yeah. to like take too much logic out of it because admittedly, speaking, it, is it is like, it is, it is a man-made God. Exactly. And so it doesn't follow standard godlike rules or right. like you know so it is it is a fallible god exactly uh so we'll see yeah uh ray far i asked last week if uh, great art can redeem a bad story and i said it can't then you do a back issue on mark farland spidey i changed my opinion fair <laughs> enough yeah that was that was not great i'll tell you that um 
So yeah, uh, really quick, like kind of shout out, I guess, is to a couple of books that I like appreciate and enjoy, but I don't want to get into too much. Um, for example, uh, Danny Warren Johnson and uh, Mike Spicer's Duo Powerbomb number four came out last week or this past week. And it's, you know, it continues to be great. I'm still not like a huge wrestling fan. So I'm not like, you know, yes, mm-hmm. but the the art in this, you can tell he like is pushing it. Mm-hmm. Like he is doing something more than he had before. Like you, you compare this to Beta Ray Bill. Like there are, there are bigger swings in this than mm-hmm. in Bill. So if you want to see like Daniel Warren Johnson, like swing harder, it's in this. Mm-hmm. Like there's a book where it's, you could remove all the dialogue. I mean, mm-hmm. you really couldn't because like, it's actually really important to know who these people are and what they're interacting about. But um if you just wanted to like pour over art and see like you know exaggerated forms react to each other physically like that's the book it's just it's just a just a really bright good looking comic book could it also be not just that as the judgment but also like what you would truly judge yourself to be I think that's what it is. I, I think, think it's, it's your I own judgment. A little comment, like a little combo of both. Yeah, I mean, I think it mostly is just like, do you? Yeah, like, do you? There are quite a few characters who are judged who like clearly would judge themselves. Harshly. No, yeah, Captain America's like, like, I, you're, I failed. So it's like, yeah, you failed. Spider Man is always failing. Yeah, you, yeah, you failed. Doom is like, no, I'm never wrong. And they're like, okay. Yeah, no, it, it's correct. Yeah, Scott, Cyclops, 100 percent does not regret any decision ever made it's true like so there you go daredevil constantly questions himself and is always like he is a hypocrite yeah but he also feels bad about it yeah, yeah. he doesn't stop himself but he is one and like that's that uh the true believer says uh who would you want for avengers after aaron anybody else that's would be fair. a nice break yeah um as far as people who are working right now i mean like Zadarsky would be fun, but like I don't want to see him leave Daredevil. Um, mm-hmm. I also don't want to like see him stretch too thinly. He's doing Batman and he's doing Daredevil, mm-hmm. and and uh, he's 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 good. You know, mm-hmm. just keep it up. Uh, you know, I think I think Kate's would have fun with it, but like you know, it's a high profile name. Like clearly, Marvel is is interested in only giving these books okay. to big creators. Hear me out. Take um, Wells off of Spider Man mm-hmm. and put him on Avengers. No why because he'd make the avengers into the hellions and i don't want to see that i do want to see that maybe there's a book for the rest of us out there then (laughs) yeah maybe he could do another book like dark avengers and it's about his like like, it's about these miserable pieces of shit they're not miserable there's just one person who's miserable that's true i i just feel like i don't know yeah no it's i I hear you i I like it yeah 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 i mean certainly i want him off spider-man at this point i'm i'm done like you know i was just thinking he's quite good at like teams yeah that's true I mean, like Ewing would be great on the Avengers. I don't know what he would do with them, but like he would, well, it would yeah. probably have like the fucking robot and Cap and Iron Man and Thor. You know, it'd be the same team I don't care about right now, but and they'd be in space a lot more. Right. But uh, you know, he'd be he'd do a great job. Um, yeah. As far as I'm thinking of the bullpen, like people who actually work for Marvel right mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, so yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So I talked about that. Um. And I didn't get a chance to read Savage Avengers, but like I hear it like sent it's the end of Conan for the Marvel Universe, yeah. which like, yeah, of course. Um, so let's talk about Axe, I guess. Judgment Day number four. Let's do it. Let's do it. Kieran Gillen, Valeria Skitty. Looks amazing. 
Yeah, it does this, look amazing. This book looks it's fire. Yeah. Actual fire. Yep. Uh Marte Gracia does the colors, of course. Yeah. Um I pointed out only because uh the colors are great. Like, you know, the it's a combination. Like the book looks good. Oh yeah. You know, but like not anyone could color it and make it look great. Yeah. You know, it just looks great. This book is like just so smart. It's like I'm not wild about the covers. Okay. I know they're Mark Brooks and they're great, but like I think it's a little too busy. I I like you know it's funny like you know how the Bone Orchard I, I was very much a fan of that's that sold me yeah that's that that cover sold me yeah of course I don't like the covers I'm not here for I don't care about the covers. right yeah I no. just care about the content of this right book. but I'm concerned I know you need a cover you need a cover and like I don't think this sells the book like I think that the ornate like AXE I think the whole effort to call Axe I think that failed. I don't think so. I, I I think that no one wants to call it axe. I think they call it axe out of like derision or I, about like offhandedness. Like I I don't think this works. I think like the book should just be called Judgment Day and move on. You know, like like Marvel Contagion. Like just call it Judgment Day. You know, Avengers X Men Eternals. I think the only reason why they're there. I think the book is, is to sell the book called Judgment Day, but you can also no, call the it... book is called Axe Judgment Day. The All book right. is called Avengers X Men Eternals Judgment Day. Okay. I think the book should have just been called Judgment Day. I think you're nitpicking. I'm just, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help them here. You know, I'm trying to sell the damn thing. You know, well, the book isn't selling for a number of reasons. How do you know it's not selling? <laughs> it's selling fine. Explain that to me. I it, dare you. Because they don't care. Because I Marvel's dare not you pushing to, it. to show me it's not selling. Because it's out, because it's being undersold by Venom, which is a book that like, I can't even imagine anyone giving a shit about. Well, I, that's according to this one site. That's true. That doesn't mean anything. That's true. That's true. That actually doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You're just. But I can't imagine anybody caring about it. I, I actually very much like the um, ornateness of it because it's meant to uh, show the world machine. Yes. It's supposed to give you this this feeling of like machination mm -hmm. and, and um, inorganic like, like material haunting. and technology you couldn't understand. Right. Because it's beyond us in such yeah. a way. I get regalness um, from the logo. Right. I have no problem with Axe because, like, it does make it something easy to say. It does, yeah. Yeah. You know, as opposed to Judgment Day. Right. Which is, a, if you think about it in terms of, um, like, SEO, for example, right? Axe, yeah. obviously, is a body spray. Right? right. You can't sell. Judgment Day is. Is Terminator 2. As, like, like, a thousand things There's before, a million things called but, Judgment But, like, you Day. can use them in conjunction. If you use them all together. together then yeah. like then you might have a, an easier time with that's that. true so I, I absolutely understand the idea of doing that yeah uh, it also you know if someone says act you know what they're talking about in the comic book world if someone says judgment day you know what they're talking about right now in the yeah. comic book world right yeah. so only time will tell which one of these two names ends up actually sticking with right. it but like i wouldn't be too worried about it and have that be the thing that like someone harps on no i'm not um, har i'm not trying to harp no, on i'm it. not saying you i'm saying anyone else who's maybe sure. watching or commenting right now that that's the thing that they're gonna harp on is being like that's why it's bad i'm not reading it and it's like if that's the well, reason they're just looking not, for a reason not if you're to not read reading it. it because of that then like that's on you. This ain't for you then. Um, because honestly, I, what I love about the the charm of this book and the brilliance of this book is that like, you can take it very much on a surface level. Yeah. And, it's a know, cool fight. It, it explains, it tells you what's going on. It looks great. There's a lot of moving parts, but they're handled well. I think they're balanced well. Yeah. Um, but you can also dig deeper if you choose to. And I think there's a lot of meaning to a lot of the things that are happening. And um, not only within the actual Marvel universe itself, but like there could be allegories and like lessons to be learned from this book. And I think that that's yeah. really interesting. And I honestly can't wait to see the finality of this, of the progenitor. Yeah. 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 You know, like what will happen to the progenitor? I can't wait. Yeah. Um, for that. Uh, but yeah, I, this, 
book's just so damn good. I, yeah. just, I just love it. I love when we go around and we we check on people and, and see their judgment. I love, we'll get into that, but I, mm-hmm. I also love Eros doing his thing. Yeah, he's doing his well. thing. Like, and I like the uh, you know the exploration of Eros doing that. Like how he's like, I'm, I'm approaching my thing from a whole new perspective, and and it works. It works for him. And and and, it, and it, you know, yeah. Oh yeah, like Eros is like, no, we we can't just we can't just do this like quick and dirty, like really. Yeah, we'll we'll just we'll just trick everyone. We we'll can't hide. do this thing that clearly in like events that were cheaper could have absolutely been yes. the solution. Right. Like we did it. We tricked. Well, a more cynical writer might have approached it like that, where it's like, yeah, or a more cynical approach where it's like, we tricked them, we tricked the god, mm-hmm. and we have to live with the like sorrow of knowing that we may not have actually made it. Yeah. And uh no, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> right. Um, but I love the judgments around the world. I, we run into a whole bunch of characters, uh, including like actual superpowered characters and yeah. characters who like Gillen introduced to us just to be like a human, like um word that I, i'm trying to say cool throw it in there i don't know okay cool representation um that was the word ah. human representation um and also like life lessons for us i suppose yeah uh some of my favorites obviously professor x yes um because in uh i think it was a mortal x-men and he was like he couldn't care less he's like the 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 progenitor could have come to me and judge me and i may not have noticed because i'm literally fighting mm-hmm. like a forever war with the eternals right yeah. now on the on the psychic plane and right we find out yeah he didn't and i love it it's his son i like out of all the things you could judge professor x on that's the one and but i like, like that that's the thing that the progenitor knows yeah he would feel bad about right he's like he comes to him and like it's david who could judge him yep and it's he, he's like i love that he was like i don't the progenitor is talking to us as the narrator and is like, I, you know, I, I judge him that he failed. I don't think he noticed. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Chuck. Yep. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Um, I doom. I, I'm sure for a lot of folk. It was great. Great moment. Yeah. Yeah. Even people who hate this book are going to be like, well, I mean, at least the doom part was cool. Yeah. I literally love too that he comes as the celestial. Yeah. Cause who would judge doom? no one he's like i can't it's like I, I am judging you but you don't really you don't you don't but care about what I, other people have to say i suppose i didn't even need to do that so uh, <laughs> i guess himself i guess he could have come as doom yeah uh daredevil i love that moment it's such a great moment yep that like he he comes as jesus yeah and fails him he's like <laughs> yep that tracks yeah no i i you're right <clears throat> i don't so, i don't like necessarily care about miles but i love I the love moment. moment it was such a funny so moment much. like that miles missed it like he doesn't even yeah. know that he was being judged yeah. I, I like the idea hey he's like yeah <laughs> i gave him a thumbs up he gives one back <laughs> <laughs> it's adorable right and, and that's that's just gill into a t and like literally three lines mm-hmm. if you don't know who miles Mor- miles morales is you have a really, you, you have an idea yeah of who miles morales is i just, love that just, yeah yeah uh, i was like the progenitor like there's a child there and he's like he didn't do his homework he didn't yet do his homework but he's i'm he's too young i'm not a monster no no no. he's going to i'm not gonna judge him yet yeah i withhold judgment i withhold judgment for now for now we'll see well he, he may never it's really his parents him. fault and that's what he that's what he says <laughs> Um, but listen, like everyone in this book has a plan. Yeah. A lot, most of them have fallen apart. So it obviously will fall to our core. Um, uh, Eternals. Yep. Cersei was the one who broke Eros out. Eros has his own plan going on. Yeah. They do that. Basically the devil's <laughs> reign again where they're like, okay, the, the, the prime eternal thing sucks. Yeah. Let's well, just, 
let's well, run another phony election. Well, that's, but we don't know that that's what it's going to happen mm-hmm. because what they're most concerned about is that is it Uranus? Because like yeah. Ajax is like, no, we'll just come in with the Celestial and we'll totally fix this and it's going to be great because like she will not let it go, no. right? And everyone's like, did you see what happened to Arachno? It's over. <laughs> Did yeah. you see? Because like, yeah, we have this problem, but there is another problem because Druig is going to become desperate enough that he he's going to unleash Uranus again. He will yeah. use him. Yeah. Right. So it's like, and then yeah, yeah. That, like they just they basically um, Druig like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But what I will do is, what if I make the Unimine and then like I'll actually weaponize it? Yes. And and like Uranus is like that can actually be a thing, and so it does that. And like Krakow was like, huh. You know, mind you say that's a big problem. It's like it comes as like a huge monster looking thing. Yeah, because the hex have joined in with it. Right. Uh huh. And uh, Druid has done this because like loyalists have, to him like suggested it. Yes. Like, you should do this. Like if you if you want to hang on to control, this is what you got to do. And he's like, OK, use our, so here's our do. one thing we do. So they, they, they do it. And um, the Eternals show up like our core Eternals. So Cersei and, and um, who else is with <sighs> them? Fastos yeah. is there and uh, Athena is there. So they they're like, okay, let's do this. They show up and like join the Unimine. And Druig's like, you idiots. <laughs> You're like, oh, did you come to like join us? Because like that's fine. I'll totally forgive you. We'll just mind wipe you guys and you can just Right, we'll start all over just, again. It's cool. Don't worry about it. But you guys are so dumb. And so she's like, You are the dumb one. You think you had loyalists? Right. You, you no one likes you. No one likes you. You were you won by default. You were we an accident. Told you to do this. Exactly. Because like we knew that like you're a steward. You're an interim prime eternal. Yeah, essentially. We needed to vote. You're the Biden. Yeah. The fucking... We want to. We want to vote you out. And yeah. so we needed the Unimind to be gathered and like so that. So here happened. we go. Hey, Eternals, we want a new prime but eternal. Like, but Icarus and uh, I believe Gilgamesh are within like the machine, and mm-hmm. they get rid of the fail safes and allow the X Men or the the mutants of Krakoa to, to vote to vote and join. And they're like, we we'll vote for Eros. Yeah, which I think. Is that there? Like, did they steal the arrows? Is going to make everyone in the world love each other, and then we'll trick him, plan and affect it, and and use it on the Eternals instead. Where it's like we're all going to vote for Urano, or we're going to vote for no, arrows. No, no, no. It's just that the, just they the, all like arrows there, more. There's no, there's enough of the Krakoans to sway the vote. Yeah, there's only a certain amount of Eternals, right? right? But there right. are way more mutants, right? Yeah. And so like the people of 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 Krakoa, Gene represents them and says, we vote for Eros, right? Mm-hmm. So it counts for all these votes. Right. Um, no, the, the, this plan actually came from, remember, he's talking to Sebastian Shaw, who's yes. like, yeah, he did a really Shaw great has, job. Yeah, yeah. He's like, but do you actually have the backing of the Eternals? And Eros is like, hmm. Yeah. Actually, I don't. Yeah. Not yet. Uh, I should probably get that. Right. Okay. We That is a thing we need to Good make question. happen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like Eros ends up becoming like prime eternal, but not before like Druig is like, I'm going to, I'm going to lose power. I just all I ever want. I just want to have power. And uh, he contacts Uranus and Uranus is like, let as, me out as my, uh, as being me, my, I get to vote for my entire lineage, right? Which will swing the vote for you. Yeah. But you gotta let me out. But you got, you gotta let me out. That's all you gotta do. Just let me out. Right. And he does. And immediately is like, I'm, I'm not gonna vote for you. I'm actually not gonna do that at all. I'm not gonna help you. Mm-mm. I'm just free, so I'm actually just gonna attack Earth, right? And I'm gonna do the job you couldn't do. Yep. And so he does, and they're like, "Fuck." Well, well that's a problem. Yep. I love. Uh, I like Eros's establishment as Prime as Eternal Prime. That's great. Yeah, he's like, I'm in charge now. Well, it's, a good like, lo- it's good. It's good. Use that character. Yeah. Why not? We're not doing anything else with him. Why? Why not? Right. 
because like we already like we had our fun with like the Thanos thing. Right. But now we can set up if they ever decide to do anything else with the Eternals, if the Eternals aren't totally wiped exactly. off. Exactly. Like we actually have set up that if Thanos comes back, he has a thing to do. His brother is his is his adversary. It'd be yeah. great. No, it's a great use like, of that I'm character. Like, yeah, cool. Thank you, Gillen. You set something up. Maybe we'll knock it down. I don't know. Yeah. But like essentially Euronos is like, mm, I'm gonna win. But like he close uh, he ends up closing off the machine. Yeah. So like I think Icarus and Gilgamesh are stuck in there. Yes. And like, what does that mean? They're like, they'll fight him. They will not win. And they don't, right? right. Like that that's not what happens. But that's fine because if you read X-Men Red, two characters show up, which that was the only one where I was like, all right, if you didn't read that tie in, you might have been slightly confused as to why well, we, we, Magneto we, has a big hole in his no, chest. No, we saw we no, because that happened earlier. That's that right. happened in the other issue. Well, Araco so. got Araco was destroyed. No, but like I think in the in the last issue we saw Magneto get that hole in okay, his chest. Okay, we saw thought, that already. I thought that was X Men Red. So we're just gonna jump. We we if you don't read X Men Red, okay. you don't even need it. Cool. You just jump right from Magneto I've... gets a hole in his chest and uses magnetism to keep his head yes. his body okay. together to this. Cool. I thought that was in another book but fine mm -hmm. um and essentially like a combination of like eternals uh x-men and avengers yes defeat uranus right which i love that because it is making promise of the, of the axe like here's the axe yeah the axe isn't a versus thing it's actually a collaboration yes. of like our real eternals not the other eternals who are, are jerks right now but actually now they're not anymore yep um and they end up taking hold of his portals and like using his own weaponry against him yep thus destroying him enough that they can put him he's not dead no but they take like his essence or like they, ashes take, or they what, take what's left of him they put, put him, him in back the in the exclusion and uh he's growing back yeah so I'm he'll like, be back maybe around the time of apocalypse he can't he can't it's fine and then we have a literal gorgeous panel yeah oh the, yeah, yeah of yeah. the aftermath mm -hmm. uh of storm and magneto it is such a beautiful beautiful moment um, that I won't ruin for you. No, but it's it's time. Yeah, like Eros makes a plea to the celestial, but the celestial is judged enough, and here we go. Yeah, like Earth shall now be judged. Mm -hmm. It's a no, guys. <laughs> it's a fail. <laughs> yeah, uh, I really like that moment right at the end with Cap. Yep, I, I thought that was spectacularly drawn. I thought Skeety did a great job easily. Um, and I like Gillen's um you know characterization of cap that in the face of doom like he yeah. like still protects yeah like it, it's just I, I just feel like gillen really understands these characters he does uh, even if he's not maybe written for all of them like mm -hmm. he has like enough of an idea of who they are so they get to <clears throat> remain true to themselves and possibly be their best selves um in, yeah in the face of of utter annihilation so i'm like is this one big test is that what this really yeah. is is this the final test <clears throat> i think so i i don't know i don't think so i okay. think this is just Cause, it because this this book had a lot of skeletons in it yes the horror books i was reading not a lot of skeletons but like this this, this had a pretty good skeleton counter it did um and like i am at the end of the day apparently looking for some skeletons in my books i think i think that's fair <laughs> Uh, Supremo Mahiga says, sorry I arrived late. Uh, what are your thoughts on Will's Amazing Spider-Man run so far for me? It just feels meh at this point. Just meh. Indifferent. Like, whatever. Fair. Yeah, I'm similar. Yeah. Uh, Danvi 900. Uh, an issue with for me with Axe, which is I like the Remender Uncanny Avengers arc were better with Ragnarok now and Avenge the Earth and the Celestial in Ragnarok now blew up the Earth and deemed Earth unworthy. You then had Avenge of the Earth with five issues of reversing it and getting rid of Planet X with that Council of Mutants with the repercussions, two issues left, blah, blah, blah. The point is... That's like two totally different events. Yeah, it's two though, different like, events and is... they're two different runs and they're completely different com combinations. And the other thing that really you need to let you need to let go of is the idea that like just because something 
looks similar to another thing doesn't mean that the thing that looks similar to it in your very personal, very like, you know, subjective perspective on a piece of art is that it doesn't invalidate or lessen the other thing. Like there are a million stories in which like Spider-Man fights the Green Goblin and it's well-written. Yeah. There are millions, million stories in which Bane puts Batman through the ringer and you know there's at least two or three of the stories in which ba- Batman and Bane are like matching wits and put through the ringer and it's like you know the ba- the greatest battle of his life mm-hmm. and it doesn't undo any of them or make one better than the other and i would bet you a 100 dollars that nothing that happens in acts happens in any of the remender run and i can tell you that because i read it right and i can tell you that it actually isn't I, anything like I would ones. also say that like since Aaron set up the whole like the Avengers being in a celestial and the celestials being so tied of course to Eternals mythos that it's just Gillen taking pieces and, and cleaning and them up or, or them using up and, like, it. and connecting them and seeing like that like hey there is a common thread here and we can make this work and like what if we explore this one element now I get people being upset about like the change in where mutants come from. I get I, that, that. I don't even think that was a complaint of it. No, no, no. I'm just saying other people. Yeah, I can other see people, that being a complaint, like, but like, t- but like, you know, it, it's Gillen like putting everything together to yeah. make the story like have like have these characters have yeah. like a commonality. And the other thing is like, you know, he, he you speak to stakes, and that's like that's the real like part of it, right? Is that like what you're remembering isn't necessarily like that this is inferior to that because they're both too similar. What you're remembering is that when you were reading Remender's Run, which I think is almost 10 years old, uh, that it was a different time at Marvel. It was a different time for you as a human being. And it was like stakes were higher because you may have either been more invested in it during that time or that Marvel was more invested in selling that story to you. Yeah, that's like, fair. I, I am the one who's like talking on the, about, about this event, which I enjoy, that I think that Marvel is doing a horrible job selling and promoting. Like, I don't think Marvel cares about this. I think they care enough to keep Gillen well, and to allow him to do whatever he wants. I think, like, I, I, I feel I think like that that's a, an issue with their summer events in particular, because we saw that with Monsters Unleashed some Monsters years Unleashed ago. is one of those things where they just, I don't even know. No, but that was a summer, like, there's certain summer events that are just like, whatever. Yeah, they're like, we put do, it we out. do it in the summer. And I think, I think Judgment Day is one of those things where they thought it was going to be like, oh, it's like, Marvel, just put it out. And then it was like, oh, it's good. Uh-oh. You know, yeah, because that happens. Marvel will put out a summer event where they're, yeah, like you said, it's just like here's something. I don't know. It's just a stopgap. It's not like, uh, you know, like DC stopgaps where it's like we're moving offices or we're completely restructuring our entire hierarchy. Right. It's just like I don't know. Right. Just put it out. I mean, like we, as we know, there's only like two editors at Marvel, and like you know, they're busy. They're busy people. They're very busy. Because Marvel is to put out like more books than every other publisher. Yeah. Um, Dex Baker, my birthday is tomorrow too. <gasps> So happy birthday, Young Goku, and here's a gift for Comic Pop. Well, thank you very much, Dex and Young Goku. Happy birthday to happy both birthday. of you, gentlemen. Thanks for being here. Happy just like fun and amazing. I hope it goes well, man. Um, I think we caught have. up. I think we are caught up. All right. Uh, amazing Spider-Man number nine from Zeb Wells and uh, Patrick Gleason, I believe, did the art on this one, Ooh. and uh, so it's great. Like you know, despite this terrible cover. Uh, it, it, let's talk about why this cover is terrible. Um, there's a number of reasons. 
and I don't want to, it's not a John Romita Jr. bag. Uh, this is, it has the Hellfire Gala uh, logo on it for, for, because it takes place during the Hellfire Gala. It's a Hellfire Gala tie-in. Uh, yeah, and it's over. It's been over. So you can get rid of that. You can just get rid of that. Uh, but you do need to know that because. But, you, but you're not going to know that but, from the cut. Like no one's buying this because of the cut. Right. Like, the only thing you're doing is confusing the people who are Well, but like if they end up putting these together, they have to put those in. Like, yeah, but they don't need a logo on the cover to, 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 to tell the publisher to put it in the book no no i mean like when they like bind up this volume of spider-man yeah like, sometimes the covers are in there like on them and that's then true. like you're gonna want like oh what is oh, this yeah. oh okay all right that's what's going on i here. get it that's a terrible idea also not for nothing but it's a really bad color choice for the hellfire gala logo on it doesn't I, match the color it's really right? hard to tell if it's supposed to be um gold, gold? or pea soup well maybe maybe they took it trying to match his I don't, I don't Logo know what thingy. they're doing. The cover, uh, also the indication, the, the implication of Moira McTaggart as the antagonist. I don't even think she looks anything like that in this book. I don't remember. I think she looks I like a robot. Oh, she's a robot. Well, I but, mean, uh, she can, she, yes, she is a robot. Yeah. She is a robot. Yeah, yeah, but this, this, I don't, I don't know what this is supposed to be. And then, and then the dialogue, which is like, just, just like, don't do that. Don't do that. It's not 1962 anymore. You can stop that now. Even in 1962, like, fucking Amazing Fantasy 15, I think, you know, yeah, there's dialogue on that cover. Mm. But, like, sh uh, should I be as scared as I am? More of. There's, there's no interaction like this. There's no need for that. It's just, it's like the, it's, it's, it, there's, it's like a first idea. Mm -hmm. Just awful. Just, just awful. Wolverine's a busy guy. Yeah, he's in everything. <laughs> uh, also, and then you get into the John Romita art, which is, you know, one way or the other. I will tell you that, like, the new costume just not this this cover does it no favors it looks like he's wearing a backpack i uh, thought he was he's not it's a suit oh so and yeah. that's not like me being a jerk he i really doesn't wear the suit until later anyway because he's he's at the hellfire gala but uh which would have been really cool if like you know patrick leeson got to draw the hellfire gala suit like mm. as in, in action uh so yeah uh that's that um apparently we're having like connectivity issues uh but yeah um yeah sorry man what can i do for you but uh we had some weather that yeah we, we did it, it we, after the weather comes then the water like gets into the line and it gets like weird i don't know it's all connected to the ethernet though it's supposed to be going well <laughs> uh you know so there you go uh but yeah so spider-man you know uh he teams up with wolverine they fight more you know it's the whole it's the whole story about like that was set up in hellfire gal about like moira being in mary jane and da 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 mm -hmm. You know, Orcus picks her up. Uh, you know, she's like, uh, she she tells Mary Jane that she's only borrowing her, and then she says she's gonna murder her like a like a mustache twirling supervillain. She's like, I lied, and I'm like, oh man, damn, like wow, like Moira's written so horribly, uh, and like you know, and then she becomes a robot, right? And she gets downloaded into it, and Spider Man saves her, and Wolverine gets involved, and he doesn't do anything of any of any consequence, and like. Anyway, nobody nobody wins. Like you know, Mary Jane is rescued, and Moira is like you know she she loses the way every like Saturday morning like cartoon villain loses in which she leaves. You know, it's like an episode of uh, it's like an episode of GI Joe. <laughs> uh, and then um, you know, there's like a last page like thing that says like you'll never see them together anymore. You know, it's like ah, you know he's like hey we should talk and she's like no we can't talk anymore it's over and he's like do you love him so much she's like it's about responsibility i'm like okay you gotta stop with the mystery no one's no one's on board for this mystery maybe it's the jackal 
Oof. Yeah, that'd be a great way to pull it all together. The jackal made like, children. Yeah. And gave them to Mary Jane and, and was like, you and, can't be with Peter. And said, like, they're yours. Right. And they did, like, DNA tests. and like, Right, and they are. And she's like, I don't remember yeah. having kids. Maybe Paul is, oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's that Futurama movie. He's Lars. Yeah. Paul is Peter. Oh, from the future? He's a clone. Oh. He's ideal Peter. Yeah, you think so? No powers. <laughs> I bet if you shave that beard, I bet he looked like, like Peter Parker. He's a clone. They're all clones. Like Mary Jane took a deal with Miles Warren and Miles Warren's like, I'll give you your perfect life if you, leave, if you, if you, if you ruin his, if you ruin the real Peter's life. So she she gets, wouldn't do that. Not if like she, but like, you know, maybe she's like, no, I wouldn't. But he's like, but I made these children and now <laughs> there's responsibility. You have to take care of them or I'm going to kill them or I'm going to degenerate <laughs> them. That'd be amazing. Lee terrible. And I would hate it, but it'd be so, it'd be great. Cause like, I'm so divorced from caring about this series anymore that like, I'd be like, wow, you really fucked that one up. Like <laughs> what a terrible train wreck. If Pete, okay, I'm calling it now. Paul's the Paul's a Peter clone, or like you, you Maybe. know, or we go full Futurama. And no, it's Peter from the future. But like, no, I like no, it's that. clone. It's Pete. Paul's a clone of Peter. Maybe aged up, and uh, and the children are his. They're, she's like, these are our children. These are the children we should be having. Yeah, so we should have had. That's why she won't talk to him because she's like, she's like, I can't. I'm cheating on you with or, you. Or or she's like, this is what we could have had. You you messed this up. Yeah, so like every I'm time I look, every time I'm with Paul, I'm reminded about like how you rejected this perfect life we have <laughs> oh that's just that's a theory it's not really what's happening yeah. but uh this issue in particular <laughs> is like pfft, who cares it's a very like disposable issue it's a real shame too because patrick leeson's great and he's uh, like I, if i were patrick leeson i'd feel really i'd be really pissed that like i took the deal with marvel because like I, i'm i would be woefully underutilized mm -hmm. at this point Marvel should hire Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason and fucking give them a book. They should give him Spider-Man. They should give him Spider-Man. I would, I would read the shit out of that. I know you would. Um, or give them Ben Riley after the after Dark Web fails. Or give him the Lars book. Give him the Lars book, the Paul book about how he can't even he can't. Is his stop. name Paul? His name's Paul. Oh right, yeah. Peter, sorry. Paul, and Mary. <laughs> oh right. Fart. So that's a thing, uh, and it exists, and you can read it if you want. Uh, I wouldn't recommend that though. But yeah, there you have it um wow thanks for stumbling upon that so we can really have like a... <laughs> that's what i do yeah i'm like i'm like a, a muse you are a muse <laughs> um it's clones it's the check tube is the one in my humble opinion it's kind of dumb to get mad at the mutants being a result of deviant human mixing it makes sense and it happened literally a million years ago that's exactly yeah, right there's no, a, I don't there's think no reason to worry really about mad it. about it but i think some people were like shocked like, like i get like, why you might be mad about that yeah like if you were it's like i get it but yeah, like they I, something I don't really think a lot of people are like Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, it's, it's not a big deal. It really doesn't change the fact that like we're connected, like humans and mutants are connected because deviants and like, it, it, it's fine. Like, yeah. It's like, whatever. I know Dr. J, uh, the Paul and MJ thing and Spider-Man gives me Catwoman flashbacks to when she had a kid with some guy who wasn't Batman. I don't even remember that. <laughs> uh, Ray far. Ah, sales figured it out. Cut the cameras. I know. Right. They're going to, yeah. I'm pissed. Oh, no, and I, I don't, and I'm not, I don't think they're going to go so far as to make it like, no, I like Miles Warren is Paul. <laughs> no, no, that's gross. That's 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 like borderline. Have we seen the Jackal in a while? Not in a while. Not for a while. There you go, Ryan McD, Spider Man, one more clone. Sal is trapped. 
It's tapped in. It's, oh, it's tapped in. Thank you. <laughs> Tiffany's idea. So uh, <laughs> let's recommend some comics that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up. Uh, obviously, Nightwing number 96. You should pick it up. It's great. It's a great series. It's got a fun, cute little like sideways, uh, you know, what is it called? Brady Bunch cover. Uh, Fantastic Four number seven, uh, 47 is from David Pepos with Juan uh, Cabal. This is Die Hard. It's Die Hard in the, in, in, with uh, Invisible Woman. I'm going to watch this. Or watch this. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to read this. I'm going to watch it happen as I turn watch, the pages I'm going to watch the pages and see what they have to tell me. Yeah. Um, because it's a Judgment Day tie-in. So. Yeah. But I, I love it. Uh, it. Pepos has been put like pimping this book forever. But yeah, it's Die Hard in the Baxter building, as I understand it. Yep. Uh, One Bad Day has returned this time with Two-Face. It's written by Mariko Tamaki with art by Javier Fernandez. Uh, let's see if this one's. Uh, this, let's see if Tiffany likes this one. Uh, <laughs> deceased War of the Undead Gods number two. This is. Don't let this weird title fool you. This is. Dece- this is the third deceased. This is deceased three. <laughs> From mm. Tom Taylor and Andy Lanning. Uh, good stuff. Uh, Public Domain number four com- uh, is coming out. If you haven't already been reading Public Domain, it is. I think a lot of it's free on a Substack. You could go read it all right now, or you could buy this book, which you should because it's a good book. It's uh, written and drawn by Chip Zdarsky, and it's a really subversive, uh, like kind of like an examination of the comic book world for creators' rights and whatnot. It'll be a Hulu series before you know it. Like it, it, they're going to make it into a show. You think so? There's no, there's. I don't see them not doing it. You know, it's it. It would cost them nothing. It's just people walking around and talking it and doing stuff. It costs you nothing. It would cost them like literally nothing to do that. Uh, so yeah, that's public domain is just a book you're not reading and you should definitely read it. Um, yeah. And, and, and by the way, I know people have like all their theories about like what, you know, who Paul might be. Cause I didn't even think about Paul being anybody until you mentioned that like he might be a clone or something or a future <laughs> Peter traveler. But I don't think they're going to make Paul into anything. The only way it will work is if Paul is a clone of Peter or a guy named Paul that she like is in love with because any other thing takes away her agency and makes it really creepy. Like mm-hmm. it's why Doc Ock Peter's body doesn't hook up with Mary Jane, like because it would be like a violation and Marvel, I think is at least a little aware that they shouldn't be doing that. Um, I should also mention, I think you called, you called it and I want you to talk about it as well, but vanish from, uh, Stegman and, uh, Kate's comes out. Oh, I, I just wanted to bring it up. I just, yeah, I, I feel free. This is, this is their Substack book. Yeah. So if you wanted to read that, but didn't get a chance and you're a uh, Donny Kate's Brian Stegman fan, you might want to grab that. I will say the art is, uh, some of Stegman's best. Nice. It's, it's very like, you know fun and spawny you'll you'll love it it's spawny it's spawny this is one of those like heavier weeks for me especially if you're an x fan there's a lot that's coming out like new mutants number 30 is coming out this is not tied in to judgment day so just some new mutants just new mutants coming out number 30 uh written by vita ayala uh and Alyssa wong with art by jeff shaw Ooh. at least that's what this thing says so (laughs) Listen, this, this freaking thing says. Uh, Avengers number 60. Normally, I don't talk about Avengers, but it is a tie-in. And, and it's I, written by someone else. And it's written by Mark Russell. Oh, but Greg Land drew it. Listen, so. listen. I'm going to have to get over that because I want to see the Avengers get judged. Um, I do, too. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. It's kind of funny that Aaron isn't writing the one where he himself would be judged. Like, <laughs> oh, the, my team's getting judged it for all like, the bullshit? It looks like it's mostly about Hawkeye, and I'm okay with that. Oh, all right. But that's fine. Uh, Strange number six is coming out. I like this, like, 
sort of like vintage retro movie poster look to it uh written by jad mckay with art by lee garbett is this book almost over i, I think it's coming to the end soon right I, I don't know if this had a number oh yeah that's right i honestly don't uh Ooh. i gotta throw this out there guys uh leah williams is writing a new book in the x run it's exterminators number one enter the grindhouse of x what a good looking cover this cover looks dope dope looking cover Hooray. uh with art by carlos gomez uh it's it's a team up of like jubilee boom boom and dazzler oh, love it yes so i i'm i'm this seems like literally seems like a grindhouse style movie like good i'm i'm, I'm here like for death this proof but with them yeah it says that they're uh out on a night a night on the town to uh console uh dazzler up after a nasty breakup they have no idea they're about to be kidnapped and put into an elaborate death trap for their efforts oh no i'm like yep okay sounds like some murder world vibes just just check that out why not uh legion of x is also coming out this is uh the simon spurrier written oh. x title uh with art by jan bezel dua also not a tie-in so if you just want to read some straight x-men yeah if you're just waiting for that to come back and have sit and give simon spurrier some work yeah yeah I, they've got like a whole mystery going on with the horn god of mischief and, and, and like you know other other such conspiracies uh happening between arako and um krakoa so Sweet. you know you can check that out oh, um really? also a shout out to x-men unlimited x-men green which i think was a, a digital series it first was, and yes. now it's been printed i think this is uh, this is it i, I think, think just, you're right just two issues um so this is written by jerry duggan with art by emilio liso uh again I, when i talked about the first issue of this i very much said like this is not a book for everybody yeah at all you this, did you were this, like this jerry is, duggan has a thing to say and, like, and that's not for this, everyone and he thought and i think he thought it was only going to be on digital anyway <laughs> um totally get that um so like listen if you don't have the scratch for this it is 52 pages you get it is for six dollars though um but like this has a message to it so if it's, like this may not be for you i liked it so i'm gonna pick up the other one cool so that's that's what i got uh, also, Judgment Day number five. Oh, and I didn't say that. I, <laughs> I just saw that tab and I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah. You guys know that tab there. Why do I have to even tell no. you? Axe Judgment Day number five is coming out, uh, written by Kieran Gillen with art by Valerio uh, Skeeti. This event is just like moving along. Uh, it, I love this description. It just says, it's too late. Wow. A freaking major event that affects the publishing line that is written and drawn by the same creative team that's out on time. Yeah. What a novel concept. Yeah, it, like it's almost like part of me is like I want like, to buy last. it because it's out. Oh, yeah, but I also <laughs> want it to last cuz I'm like, I'm just oh, yeah. really enjoying what Gillen's doing with this and I can't honestly wait um to see how it finishes up and hopefully I feel the same like like feeling at the end as well, but I'd like to reread this as like one solid thing. Oh hell yeah. Um and then talk to Ben and Ethan about it at some point. <laughs> I think that would be amazing. I, I I would love to know their reaction. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I think they'd have a fun time. I hope so. But, uh, yeah, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Of course, don't forget all the stuff we told you at the top of the show. We'll see you guys next week. Stay tuned for Chris. God, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.